Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show with Brian Bonner. The finest uncooperative conservative radio of the net. Kicking down the walls, blowing away the smoke screens. You cockroaches, and you know who you are. You can run, but you can't hide. Brian Bonner stands for truth, justice, and the American way. Enemies of America, foreign and domestic, consider yourself on notice. Uncooperative Radio is coming for you. Okay, and welcome to the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner from UncooperativeBlogger.com. You're listening to UncooperativeRadio.com. And I'm here with my lovely wife and producer, Susan. Say hello, Susan. Hello, American Patriots. All right, Susan, what are we talking about this evening? Why is it all twisted? So you could read it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Our new monitor's twisted. On Sundays, we start with a prayer. It's not new. Then the ups and downs for the week. And the new police state, because we did not get to it last show. Followed by states' rights. Oh, your copy's all screwed up. I fixed mine. I don't care. Yours is. Then what is the food police up to now? And space the final frontier if we get to it. That's two polices. But none of that. None of that is actually going to happen because uh, Susan said she messed it up. No, but I have the food police and the new police state. I just figured that out too. <laughs> A lot of polices. Okay. Uh. No, we don't have a new monitor. We bought a used monitor a long time ago, and we finally got it working. That's all. Yes, I'm still using the Raspberry Pi for doing the show. Now I can have its dedicated monitor sit here and not move, and it's nice. I don't have to carry my TV around. (laughs) (laughs) My computer's in a a state. When I went into it, all the couple of connectors were... I guess they were brittle from being uh, running too hot or something. They just they were just broken. So my keyboard is cordless now. <laughs> I have to share it with the Pi because uh, now I need a cordless keyboard for my laptop because there's no way to get the darn thing to work. I don't have any sound either for the same reason. Uh, that's okay. One one day I'll get a new computer and it'll actually work. But then what would be the fun in that, right? This is not fun. No? Not fun? <laughs> no. Our internet's still messed up, yes, too, by the way. Yes, it is, yes. Very much so. Yeah, well, our download speeds are still uh, around 200. That's better than it has been. 200 kps. Normally, I get above 3 megabits per second. So, it's a pretty big difference, as you can imagine. 
Uh, only one of us can be on the internet at a time, uh, because then the other one can't load any pages if the other person's doing anything. So it's a lot of fun. So it's good that Susan is the only one doing that, and she's no longer going to be playing with what she was doing at the beginning of the show. So she'll pay attention now, right? You just scrolled past the program. I know. You're going to... No, she's not going to talk to me. Okay, it's Sunday. It's time for a prayer. This is for all who were murdered by ISIS. From LordsPrayerWords.com Almighty God, you reach into the darkness with hope, truth, and light. Stretch out your strong hand in this situation. Hold and rescue those who have suffered. Let your almighty love move mountains, cross seas, and breathe life into the darkest places. There is nothing higher, stronger, or greater than your love. Amen. The ups and downs for the week. Noticed I said murdered, right? No, I said murdered. You said killed. Did I say killed? Yep. Ah. It's supposed to be murdered. Yeah, I know. That's why I changed it in my copy. Oh, these glasses are still not clean. I don't know if it's better with or without them right now. She's not paying attention to the show because she didn't even notice I wasn't wearing any glasses. <laughs> I got too much on my plate. Just focus on the radio show, please. Okay. We're going to start with it down. From Fox News. A display at Dartmouth College honoring law enforcement officers was removed Friday and replaced with Black Lives Matter signs. After just one day, members of the Dartmouth College Republicans said. So, one day they left law enforcement officers up and then they just removed it, replaced it with Black Lives Matter. You, these colleges are out of control. Black Lives Matter, all lives matter. This not special about black lives. Unless you want, it to be, you want me to think about it in a different way. I don't think you'll like what I'd come up with, though. You know what? I was going to read... Uh, black Lives Matter to all, all everybody except, oh, black people. That's what I was just going to say, because last show I was going to read in um, a uh, article from the Imprimus, which is a Hillsdale College um, publication. Imprimus. Imprimus. I say Imprimus. That's because I, I, I used to say it. It was wrong. Change it. Okay. Imprimus. And her, the woman who wrote this article, that was the main point. She was talking about Black Lives Matter, but they just don't matter to each other because no one wants to talk about black on black crime, which is most of the reason that black people die. Yeah, overwhelmingly. Yes. They're not killed by police officers. Right. They're killed by each other. Right. And that was her whole thesis. And she was like, she said in it, I read part of it. And in those places where they do that, they're gun free zones. New York City, Chicago, Washington, D.C. I keep going. Can't have guns there. And they don't. But all the crooks do. The criminals all have guns. Yep, and that was her point. Her point was they're, they're getting killed by themselves. Apparently, they don't think they're that, that their lives or their fellow black people lives matter. Yeah, well, I don't want to spend too much time on a hashtag. Okay. It's it's not a movement. It's... it's it's garbage. Is what it's just garbage. That's why you hear nothing about it. They haven't gone away. They're still doing all this stuff, and you haven't heard anything. 
In place of the Blue Lives Matter tribute, which was created during National Police Week, were four flyers reading, You cannot co-opt the movement against state violence to memorialize its perpetrators. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. The Dartmouth Review reported. The next morning we got up and saw that our display was torn apart and replaced with Black Lives Matter posters. Dartmouth College Republicans, probably by guilty white people too. Uh, Michelle... Right. Dartmouth College Republicans President Michelle Nesbach told Fox News on Monday, Michaela Williams, a student involved in replacing the police display with Black Lives Matter literature, said the tribute to cops undermined concerns about police brutality. I'm sorry, does that give you the right to commit a crime? Because... You think it undermines the concern, your concerns about police brutality? So you get to destroy private property? Yeah, it's just, oh, this is, they're learning great stuff in college. Uh, certainly not how to actually follow the law. By framing that as Blue Lives Matter, it normalizes and naturalizes violence against people of color in this country, she told the Dartmouth. And that's not okay. That is in no way okay. Well, then put them up in the ghettos, because that's where black lives are being unmattered. They're killing each other every single day. Turns out black lives don't matter, I guess. Oh, but, you know, you got to have the hashtag and the movement and the feel good and the, and the idiot, uh, more, you know, the just the useful idiots. Being used, and they don't even know they're being used. Just, I should, you should all get that copy of Shmir Shabazz Shabubu uh, going nuts telling them how you got to kill crackers and cracker babies and white hoes. Yeah, we played on this show. <laughs> These are the people you want to cozy up to? Really? That's the black movement right there. New Black Panthers. Nesbach, however, said the activism went beyond the billboard revamp. Throughout the entirety of the day, 25 Black Lives Matter protesters were standing in front of billboards, she told uh, on the gr- rec- on the record. Z- Greta Van Susteren. Oh, that's right. That's the name of her show. I was going, what record? Not only did they replace our billboard with their display, they also replaced all other billboards in the student center with Black Lives Matter posters and posters pictures of our club members' faces with Sons of Old Dartmouth written over it. School administrators reportedly didn't respond or condemn the incident until two days later. College President Phil Hanlon sent a campus-wide email Sunday calling the initial remove of the police display an unacceptable violation of freedom of expression. But Hanlon also equated the billboard drama to a November incident in which Black Lives Matter t-shirts were removed from a display. Initially, the college Republicans were not allowed to replace the police display due to safety and security concerns, Nesbach said. But Collins Center Director Anna Howell told Dartmouth that the Black Lives Matter posters were taken down Saturday morning to allow the reposting of the police tribute. Boy, you must have had the the armed guards when you took those posters down because uh, they're very violent people. 
A sign on the board Sunday night read, We will not be silenced. Blue lives matter, according to, Dart to the Dart myth. Well, that's enough. They got to take down those stupid things and put up police lives matter. So you turned my down into an up-down? Yes. That's okay. <laughs> um, the college actually let them put it back up, which was amazing to me. That's true. Because I think they had the, the sack to take them down. <laughs> did and uh, did they take them down on any other bull broads across the school? I only heard about the one. They didn't say they took them down on all the billboards. So every other billboard but that one still going to say hashtag Black Lives Matter and whatever else hateful nonsense they put up there with it. You heard of what they called the people that, that were the Republicans who put up the display for the police. Uh, you know, that's just who they are. Violent and jackasses. All right. And again, they no mention of race in this. It's amazing. The whole story is about race, and yet and that, not one mention of race. Right. Who, who are these? Were these black people who put up the Black Lives Matter, or were these white kids who put up the Black Lives Matter? I'd like to know. I like to know where I'm dealing with, you know, piece of crap people or piece of crap people. <laughs> uh, no, but the, if it's white, the only point is that these guilty white progressives gotta stop using the word liberal does never applied to them and it certainly does describe them now so another up down <laughs> well i guess you know i've been on kind of on a roll these past couple of sundays because you haven't changed one of these in a long time <laughs> this has been a long time coming i guess okay Again, an up-down from Fox News, which in itself is a down. Carmelo Ramirez Morales would very well have been the 44th missing student from the Guala, Mexico, kidnapping a year and a half ago, had fate not intervened. Now, you notice no one's been talking about this at all. You, you and I did it because of your uh, Mexican connection, which we haven't heard from in a long time. That's that's right. I haven't heard from no. him in a long time. I gotta see where what he's up to. Hey, he's this, in Mexico. Anything could happen to him, you know. I know. And when this this first the story came to light, you and I were the first to report on it because he sent it to us. Yep. Okay, the Iguala kidnapping. Half a year ago, and a uh, year and a half ago, and fate not intervened. It was on September the 26th, 2014, when Morales last saw his cousin and 42 other classmates from I oh God, Ayotzinapa Rural Teachers College heading off to a protest in Mexico City, 79 miles east by bus. He stayed back to spend time with his girlfriend, who was visiting town, and that's how he saved his life. Now, 20 years old, Morales is the first person to have applied for political asylum in the U.S. following the controversial and politically charged event, which remains unsolved to this day. How could you, how do you need political asylum for not being kidnapped? I'm confused. We're giving asylum to any, anybody. <laughs> Well, that's true. They're not allowed to ask about what. They're not allowed to ask their age. Yep. They're not allowed to ask anything. They're not allowed to question. 
It's just uh, if they say the right word, the magic words, they walk. I mean, they don't even get apprehended. So they're not counted. And that means they can't know how many people are coming in here illegally because they're letting them come in here illegally and not counting them. They're only counting the ones they catch, just like they always do. And they say, based on that they catch, we know uh, that this many would have gotten through. How the hell do you know that? It's impossible to know. But that's what they've been doing for decades now. There was another, quote, air fingers committee hearing. These people are so useless. Why are they even bother doing this? And I forget the, the head of ICE, I think it was. It really doesn't matter. They're all corrupt anyway. Literally said to Jeff Sessions, I know it was Jeff Sessions because I recognize his name, that the Obama policies do not allow them to deport anybody. Now, right. that's B- not well, safe. Not anybody, but most people. So again, there's another impeachable. He's not faithfully executing the laws of the land. That's part of his constitutional oath that's actually written in the constitution well president is article two morales has resettled in saint cloud minnesota stand six months ago and his case is being closely watched by those investigating the mexican government's handling of the investigation you know can you do that minnesota you put it in minnesota saint cloud minnesota stand where you got all those muzzies what happens? What happens if the buzzies start killing people? He's got. Where's he going to go for asylum then? Because buzzies don't like Mexicans. They're they're all infidels. Unless you're is unless you're a Muslim, you're an infidel. Period. And all infidel must die. He Morales. Fled his home because he was receiving death threats, Jeff Larson Morales' attorney told Fox News Latino. Larson said that on the day after the student's disappearance, Morales and three other students approached the Iguala attorney general to report that, excuse me, on the night of the event during an impromptu press conference where the students had last been seen, they were shot at by police. It's a lovely place down there. He, as he was giving his statement, police officers asked the young men to go to the police station and identify the officers who shot at them, he told FNL. Morales says that he and his friends identified 19 police officers. When they asked to be returned to the attorney's office, those same officers the young men had identified escorted them back to the attorney's office, Larson added, pointing to a deliberate tactic of intimidation. Larson said they want to give the story more press and push human rights organizations to investigate what really happened that night. According to published reports, the 43 students commandeered several school buses to travel to Mexico City to commemorate the anniversary of the 1968 La Toloco Massacre. On the way there, local police stopped the students and took them into custody. What happened next is unclear. One official investigation concludes that students were handed over to the local Guerreros Unidos, United Warriors, cartel, and presumably murdered. Mexican authorities allege Iguala's Mayor Jose Luis Abarca and his wife 
or behind the abduction and murders. Both fled following the event, but were later arrested. Iguala's police chief, Philip Flores Velasquez, also a potential suspect, is on the run. Other reports point to federal forces and some to the Mexican army's involvement. Larson has asked the U.S. government to expedite Morales' application so that he can travel and continue to bring awareness to the case. As for Morales, he says he wants to become a lawyer and someday start a nonprofit in support of victims of violence. That night is always present for me, Morales told the Minnesota Stand Star Tribune. I still have hope that we will find them. Now, look at this. This kid is going to go to school here. He's going to get a whole bunch of freaking student aid. He's going to get his damn law degree. All on our He's dime. He's already on welfare. I, all on our dime. Right. And what about the kid that he, one of our kids that he By just displaced? By the way, displaced? government money is not supposed to go to refugees either. Just, just to be quite frank. Just so the folks realize out there, every single piece of brown crap we bring in here is displacing your child from any opportunity in the United States of America. That's the most ridiculous statement I think I've ever heard you make. What do you mean? That's nonsense. <laughs> how could how could you say everybody? Every child that's It's in not going to affect every child. It's only going to affect who <laughs> It's not going to affect every child. Morales is a poor Mexican, and he's a political activist. It's it's not going to get in anybody's way of doing anything. No, I'm talking about all the refugees and all the, the Mexicans in the south of border, Central Americans well, you, that came here. You didn't say it that I said way. all the pieces of brown crap that we've already brought in. That's what I said. All well, those... they're not going to displace every child in America. There aren't that many people in America that are here illegally. What are you talking about? Or refugees. It's not going to affect every child. It's going to affect some children, yes. Especially when we talk college admission. Well, he'll get in first before your kid, yep. regardless if he can even read. Just telling you. And uh, I just love the fact that an illegal alien was allowed to stay in this in, in this country long enough to graduate from law school and then sue for his right to to practice law in the United States of America as an illegal alien and won. Isn't that wonderful? He's not even a citizen. Uh, well, you know, we can't discriminate against people that aren't citizens. Well, no, we just discriminate against the citizens. Everything's upside down and backwards. You see, citizenship is supposed to mean something. It's supposed to be worth something. They make it worth less than nothing. Better off not to be a citizen nowadays. Down, it's going, it's going to be a down. CNSnews.com. I don't know why the heck that was an up-down. I, I was just down. There was no up in that story. What was the up? That they're trying to investigate what happened to these kids. Who's trying finally. to investigate? Our government? Why should our government investigate it? They're not our citizens. Why should we investigate it? Okay. <laughs> oh, all right. Let's have, let's have other people's cops come over here and investigate cases. What are you talking about? Why are we doing this? We wouldn't let other cops come in here 
from another country and investigate a crime. I thought they were doing that with the Border Patrol agents that are shooting people. The Border Patrol agents aren't shooting people. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, they actually are because we're going to do a story about that. The, that the judge actually let this guy go. That was a Border Patrol agent that shot somebody because they were throwing rocks Why don't you at wait him. till we get there? There's a lovely idea. But see, they're coming in and investigating us. Yes, they are. Well, I, I guess based on the fact that our FBI goes all over the place investigating stuff that's none of their business, just because, well, it happened to a citizen in Hong Kong. Don't they have cops in Hong Kong? Well, what's that new I show? Know, we, I know. That's what I said. Well, Gary Sinise. That's, that's really starting to piss me off. Beyond. <laughs> uh, I, I'm not for my FBI running around investigating all over the place and teaching people how to investigate and all this other kind of nonsense they're doing. But because they're not supposed to be outside the United States of America, that's supposed to be the whole deal is, see, the CIA is not allowed to operate inside the United States of America. So... For that reason, we have the FBI, but the CIA's jurisdiction is everything foreign, and the FBI's not. The FBI is just doing investigations inside our borders. That's why they're created. That's what they're supposed to do. Even though they, we don't, they're unconstitutional. We don't need them. Well, if you want the FBI, we can make we we can find a way to amend the constitution or, or something like that. But uh, when it comes to domestic anything, the federal government is not supposed to be playing a role except in extreme emergencies of invasion or insurrection. Anyway, back to this down from CNS News. At a summit by Aspen's Institute's Project Play, Bukow Mama Obama said Tuesday that some U.S. communities are, quote-unquote, play deserts because they don't have sufficient opportunities for kids to participate in sports and other outdoor activities compared to wealthy communities. Really? Okay. Someone go to any white community in Long Island, New York, and show me all the kids playing in the street. Go ahead. There are no kids playing in the street. No kids anywhere playing in the street. She's an idiot. Nobody trusts children unwatched anymore. You have to keep your kids under your I 24-7 nowadays. They can't go out and play. They used to kick us out of the house. Go play somewhere. They didn't know where we were and what we were doing. Didn't care. As long as we weren't there. That's <laughs> true. Yeah. I got now, we thing. used to play outside. <laughs> These generations, there's nobody playing outside anymore. They have computers. What are you going outside for? Anyway, we're going to go for uh, go short break and talk more about these play deserts on the other side. So, Cooperative Radio Show, you stay tuned because we'll be right back. We are the socialists. You will be assimilated. Your individual liberties, personal freedoms, and mental individuality will be added to our own. Resistance is futile. 
If you are successful at what you do, whether you're a doctor, a lawyer, a business owner, or you have a great career, you understand the concept of protecting yourself. Well, are you protecting yourself, your family, and your assets with quality term life insurance? Consider these possible rates. A man age 45, non-tobacco user, could obtain $1 million of coverage for as little as $75 a month. And this rate is fixed for the next 10 years. We specialize in policy of $500,000 and above. A man age 50, non-tobacco user, may be able to obtain $500,000 of coverage for as little as $115 a month. And this rate is fixed for the next 20 years. We have great rates for smokers, too. Call the Term Lifeline now. 800-430-1891 What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-511-3024-800-511-3024-800-511-3024-800-511-3024. The following message is brought to you by Health Markets, your first choice when you need health insurance for your small business. Do you offer health insurance to your employees? Call us now and see if you can save money. Do you want to offer vision and dental to your employees? Call us. Do you think you're paying too much for your current health insurance? Call us. Do you want somebody else to do all the legwork and search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide? Call us. We're Health Markets, and thanks to a little-known solution, we could help your business save thousands of dollars on health insurance costs and save your employees money, too. Our service is free. Don't miss the great savings. Call now. 800-862-0336. That's 800-862-0336. Health Markets Insurance Agency is DBA of InSphere Insurance Solutions, Inc. Licensed in all states. Product availability varies. Do you use Viagra or Cialis? Have you been thinking about trying Viagra or Cialis? What if we could promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for Viagra, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call 800-764-9168 and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for Viagra. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in an unmarked package. Call us right now, 800 764 
800-764-9168. That's 800-764-9168. Cooperative Radio Show, our half of one. You know what it strikes me too? Is she? It strikes you. It strikes me. Why did it strike you? Because is she in Aspen, Colorado? If it's the Aspen Institute project, it doesn't tell us in this article. That's there's no more journalism. I have no idea. But what I know? If she's in Aspen, Colorado, that is like one of the richest places in freaking Colorado, besides Steamboat Springs. I don't know where she is. I doubt she's in Aspen, Colorado. Because, you know, they vacation there all the time. And it's a summit by the Aspen Institute Project Play. It didn't say anything. It's at a summit you know, it's that's on, put on by the Aspen Institute Project I Play. I feel so bad. What First were, Lady Michelle Obama. I feel so bad for the kids in these past three generations, past ours, you know, behind us. Because they never got the, they don't know the benefit of playing outside. I mean, one time we were in the house because it was pouring rain in the middle of summer, okay? And my father... I hated that. <laughs> and my father... And it was hot out, too. And my mother had set us up like we were playing school, whatever. Oh, it was hot out? Oh, they didn't kick me out. Yeah, anyway. Oh, no. I know. My mother kept us in, inside. My father got home from work and said, what are these kids doing in here? And she's like, well, it's raining outside. He's like, it's 90 degrees outside. You get outside and go play in the mud. I mean, literally, that's <laughs> what like, because we were driving my mother crazy. We were in the house, you know. And it's like, what are you doing? Let, let them let them get wet. <laughs> we weren't made out of out of sugar. salt or sugar. That's a, we were looking for sugar. <laughs> we used to play all the time. We had stickball games in the street, basketball games in my house. My house was the playhouse. So uh, what is she talking about? I don't know because I. I haven't got past the first paragraph. Yet. I know because I say what food deserts, play deserts. What's wow, up? they she, love deserts, yeah, she, right? They love the term desert. That's for sure. As you say, it's going to be. Are we going to have IQ deserts too? Well, he was born in Kenya, so there's a lot of deserts. Education. I could go on. Nature, education desert. Well, the inner cities kind of are. Uh, but so, come to think of it, all of government school is and. Uh, and the colleges as well. So she says, so many communities are becoming play deserts, but in wealthy communities, there's a wealth of resources. You can be in field hockey or you can learn how to swim. Um, it, it, are you talking about people in middle class? I don't know what these wealthy things are all about. Uh, you could you could be in field hockey. First of all, that's a girl sport. Or you can learn how to swim, and that's a useless sport for most people, unless you live on the coast, or you do a, or you do a lot of stuff on the water, you know, lakes and stuff. You don't have to know how to swim. And I got bad news for you. I, I, this sounds racist, and I guess it is, but it's true. Um, I've, I've been told by many black people. Black people do not like to swim. They do not like the water. 
And that that always explained how all the black all the black kids I knew didn't know how to swim. All the even the adults I knew didn't know how to swim. Uh, well, you know, it's funny too, considering they were, you know, on brought up on an island, either either Manhattan or Long Island. You think, wow, maybe I should learn how to swim. I'm surrounded by water. Now, they don't. So, they're not going to learn how to swim anyway, because they don't want to. And they're not going to play field hockey, because, first of all, that's a white sport. <laughs> and uh, it's all field hockey's for girls. That's that's what the girls played when I went to school. She's probably thinking of lacrosse, maybe. But I don't know how many schools even have lacrosse anymore. I don't know what sports they teach they can afford to to do. I have no idea anymore. And besides, you don't forget about Title Nine now. Uh, you know there has to be an equal number of women in sports and men in sports. So, since most women don't like sports and aren't in sports, there is limited opportunity for men's sports, which means there's also limited opportunity for scholarships for men too it's okay to discriminate against white men don't worry about it you don't have any idea how many white qualified students are turned down so they can take unqualified black students or brown student or women women student or the double banger the woman who's a black person that that's the best but you're white <laughs> You better be near perfect. There are aquatic centers, and I've seen the difference. The disparities are amazing to me, she said. You're amazingly stupid. Honest to God. Shut up. Everybody's had more than enough of you. You would think that... All the women going around calling her Mooshell, she'd get the message that even women don't want to hear from her. So now all she is is a black hatred. Oh, we got to do this to the white man. We got to do this to the white man. We got to take away his salt. We got to tell kids how to eat in school. We got to feed kids three meals a day so their parents don't feed them anything. So we they control everything that that child eats, hears, thinks, and sees. And you all keep dropping your children off there. Stellar. Uh, as CNS News previously reported, the Obama administration coined the phrase food deserts to describe an urban area where a significant share of the population lives more than one mile from a grocery store. Wow. I am in a food desert. Please save me. Lives more than one month. Why do you, who that, in, in wealthy white neighbors, do you really think the grocery store is one mile from their house? Are you on drugs? In, in real rich neighborhoods, there there's no businesses. Even in suburbia, are you kidding me? Where my uncle is right now. There still isn't a food store. Less, less than one mile from his house. And it's all built up and it's all full of people and it's middle class. No, it's still not. No. And most people do not live less than one mile. 
to a grocery store except for city-fied folk. That's what she's talking about, I guess, because in the in the city, in New York City and stuff, in Chicago, you know, where the wealthy are versus the inner cities where all the black people are. Well, not all, but, you know, most. Uh, yeah, okay, so it, it – and by the way, it wasn't – even if it's more than a mile, it, if you have public transportation, what's the problem? And if it's – you can't walk a mile? I'm sorry. I have no I have no respect for people like buy their groceries by the day. They go down to the corner grocery, get their stuff in the city, and then go back and don't have any food in the refrigerator, pick up stuff to, to make on your way home from work, or never cook and just eat takeout all the time. And all the all the places, all the food places that are around your yeah. They have they have food options. They have pizza places. They have why? Because they have money. And you know what business needs? It needs people with money to spend money to make money. Do you understand? Wow. Not abominous. And when you do try and have a grocery store in the ghetto, and they are there, they're called bodegas. And that, then the black people hate you. While I was there in, the, in uh, New York City ghettos, it was Koreans who had bought up all the it, all the different food stores and food places and running them and they steal from them and they and they assault them and it's not safe there every time the power goes out you have to you have to shoot people because they're trying to loot your place and you wonder why there's not a lot of places to eat in the in the inner cities really you have to. I have to call it any cities because if I keep calling it ghetto, no one's got to understand what I'm talking about. It 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 is a ghetto. It's not an inner city. It's a ghetto. They're not all on the inner side of the city. It's a ghetto. Well, for one thing, the center of Manhattan is where the wealthy white people are. That would be the inner city, if you wanted to use it the term. It, they are ghettos. You like? Oh, you want another one? Slums. Pick one. One mile per. How many of you people out there live less than one mile from a grocery store? Uh, show of hands. See again, she's talking about city, city and ghettos. That's all she's. That's all she's concerned with. There's there's no opportunities to play in the ghetto, really. I never saw a basketball hoop that wasn't being used. And they're everywhere. So you're telling me that there's no outside play. There's, they're actually playing outside more than our children, white children are. Because the white children aren't playing outside. They're at least going outside and playing basketball. They have plenty of opportunities to play basketball. They've taken over basketball almost completely. So what is her problem? All right. Anyway, and, and if they go to school, the schools have so, they have sports programs. I know because not, there are black people who get scholarships for playing football, not basketball. There's no place to play football in the ghetto, it's all asphalt and cement. That's why basketball is perfect. Handball, too, but they don't play handball. 
it's yes, I know that was a broad brush, but the I have never seen one of them play handball. Always basketball because that's what everybody plays. Anyway, so here we go with the deserts and not all this means is they're going to take more of your money and give it to more other people again, more redistribution of wealth and misery. See, they're already miserable. They got to make us miserable, really miserable now. So they're so that they were equal. Redistribution of grief. Ms. Oh, well, would they use Mrs. Obama? I think they she would be upset. She's a Ms. A Mrs. Anyway, Mama Obama took part in the 2016 Project Play Summit at the Museum in Washington, D.C. Another hellhole. <clears throat> Alongside her brother, Craig Robinson, a college basketball analyst for ESPN. It was hosted by ESPN commentator Michael Wilbon of Pardon the Interruption. All three grew up in the south side of Chicago. Mama Obama, I wanted to ask you about the project play. A report recently recognizing that sports participation rates among youth living in households with the lowest incomes are about half that of youth from wealthier homes. And we talked about this early. Are there other ways that we should be looking at to close the gap and make people understand why it's important? Look, if they can't make the team, they can't make the team. Wealthy parents have the option of paying for them to play in a league and take them to the practices and the games and all that stuff. Uh, where are the fathers that are going to do that in the ghetto? There are no fathers in the ghetto. And poor white people don't get to do that either. And it's amazing. My, the kid next door to me was much poorer than we were. And he had a big family. And the son went to, went to Little League Baseball. And we played, every, he played with us, you know, all the time. Except when he went, when had a game or went to practice there. But he wasn't any better than I was. Uh, and I actually ended up surpassing him. And yet he had all the advantages I didn't have. What happened? I was able to beat him without money. Oh my God. A poor white kid that couldn't go with Little League beating out the Little League kid. <laughs> Yeah, well, they were looking at him for a scholarship. They would have been looking at me, too, but I went away to military school. They didn't, they didn't have any sports for anybody under high school age in the school. And I was in junior high, so there were no sports for me. I couldn't play football. I couldn't play bas baseball. Nothing. The only thing that was open to me was shooting. So I I went and joined the, the team, and I practiced every day shooting. Instead of doing what I was doing, playing baseball and basketball. So you might imagine after two years down the road of not playing any baseball or basketball, I was no longer nearly as good as I was, which was phenomenal. Uh, I could still hit a home run. I could still catch good and throw pretty good. But I just wasn't, it was like perfection. I had 
everything was just oh, I couldn't it just fell in line it was great when that happens to you it's it's a great feeling it's like nothing you can't do if you can think it you can do it anyway so I don't see how money really does play a hand because again the poor kids would be going out for the free stuff at school and if they can't make the team then they're no good anyway so who cares so they don't have so you're saying they don't have the benefit of playing regardless of how bad they are because rich people get to play get to practice and play with the team if, if not even play on the field because rich people have money and power well there's a whole bunch of people between that notion of rich and poor <laughs> that notion of rich isn't what they ever refer to they think people are rich and make two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year if you're in New York City, any of the cities, you make $250,000 a year, that is not a lot of money. That is not enough money to raise a family of four properly on, well, without doing without. Well, Brian, you just made the case for raising the minimum wage. No, because then they'll lose their jobs and they won't have any money. And the ones that do have the extra money who, who are able to fill that, who they're willing to pay to fill that position very very quickly that they will still be right where they started from because the economy's going to adjust and then 15 dollars an hour won't be enough it'll never be enough but i'll tell you what happened it it look it happened in france it's happening here it's happened every time they've raised the minimum wage people lose their jobs that's the way it goes and then before you know it you still don't have any money because everything starts costing more Oh, whoa, 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 what do you think? They're going to, you don't understand when they, when you tell a company you have to give somebody X amount of money, they take that X amount of money from you. You're the one who pays the minimum wage, not the company. They raise their prices to pay for the difference and you're stuck with it. So you end up paying for it. You still like $15 an hour? We're not paying for enough people. 50% of people in this country are on some form of welfare. I would say it's probably 60% or more that are receiving government checks of one kind or another. So that's 60% of the populace relying on government. Yeah, we got to worry whether these poor black heads can play baseball even though they stink and don't want to play baseball. Just so you know, they don't want to play any sport that's white. So forget hockey. Uh, baseball some some will play baseball uh but now that for the most part everyone's going to want basketball and football those are the big scholarship ones so those, those are the ones you really want to be good at so that's what they'd be going for but I, again i don't know again with all this title nine stuff I don't, I don't know how this is affecting what sports are being done in what government indoctrination center abuse center i i, I don't really know I don't really care. I just know your kids shouldn't be there. Nobody's kids should be there. Nobody. I don't care if you're on welfare. Nobody's kids should be there. But government schools are not there to educate. They're there to indoctrinate. That was said by the head of the teachers union in 1826. Yes, they were commies that far back. Well... They go. She goes on, I guess. Well, at some point, it's going to require an investment. So the question is, where do you make that investment? 
Well, I don't know, but I usually like to choose where I make that my investments. Uh, so, and the government does not invest because they are not shareholders. Although, oh, that's right, yeah, they are. Get, that's right, they were. Yeah, but that was unconstitutional. Government's not supposed to do that. That's my point. But oh, we got to invest in green energy. We got to invest in uh, children. We got to invest in uh, sports. We got to invest in food. The food program is a complete bust. The kids throw all the food away. They do. And and nobody's talking. That's your money going out the window. And there's a black market now. And it's also un not funded by the federal government, just so you know. No, no, no. The public school has to pay for it. The taxpayers in that county have to pay for it, that school district. Which is everywhere across the, across the country now. Look. If government's taking money from we the people and redistributing it would be a good thing and would have positive outcomes, we would have already seen all these positive outcomes. We throw more than enough money in education, no matter how much money you put into it, until you totally change the whole idea of it, it's not going to work. Because the teachers aren't there to educate, as I said before. They're there to indoctrinate. That's what they're there for. That's their job. That's why they have no problems teaching all this homosexual nonsense and perverted nonsense to children. And, oh, yeah, you keep letting them. <sighs> in the past, we made the investment in school because everybody went to school or goes to school. So that was the easiest place. Recess, gym, sports in school, that costs money. We hit a wall, so we stopped investing. Mama Obama said, we hit a wall. Because money isn't the answer to everything. And government money is never the answer to anything. See, again, they want to throw more money at something that isn't working. Because that means they can take more money from you or go further into debt. And she's an idiot. That's why. And she's an absolute racist pig, is what she is. Yeah, you don't... I know black people can't be racist. Black people are the most racist people I've ever met. Because they don't think they can be. They speak their mind openly and often. And they are, yeah, racist. So again... Oh, here we go. So then the next level of investment comes in youth centers, sports clubs. And again, the places these are going up are not paying for them. We are. The play, the people that aren't having any benefit from any of this, we're the ones paying for it. Just to be clear. And we have so much money that we're almost $20 trillion in debt right now. And we're still borrowing. I gotta go to a hard break. So Cooperative Radio Show, you stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. You live here? Yes. Well maybe you know what a zombie is. When a person dies and is buried, it seems there's certain voodoo priests who who have the power to bring him back to life. Oh, horrible. It's worse than horrible, because a zombie has no will of his own. You see them sometimes, walking around blindly with dead eyes, following orders, not knowing what they do, not caring. You mean like Democrats?
Operation Homefront operates programs with the goal of making a difference in military family quality of life. They serve younger families of deployed service members, typically in the ranks of E1 through E6 and all branches of the armed forces. Operation Homefront provides a wide range of programs and is dedicated to helping the families our troops leave behind. For more information, please visit their website at operationhomefront.net. Okay, we have a little humor for you called You Might Be a Liberal. If you think Durka Durka Murtha Jihad is your hero, you might be a liberal. If you sit around all day thinking about ways of getting rid of President George W. Bush, you might be a liberal. If your children are channel surfing on the television and they come across the Fox News channel, and suddenly stand up and yell, Heil Hitler! Uh, you might be a liberal. If you think Rush Limbaugh is the Antichrist, you might be a liberal. If you think the United Nations should rule the world, you might be a liberal. If you feel that Bill Clinton was the best president in the history of the United States of America, you might be a liberal. If you vote for a candidate because they are good-looking, you might be liberal. If you think Nancy Pelosi is brilliant, you might be liberal. If you base your life on the slogan, if it feels good, do it, you might be liberal. If you're waiting for utopia to begin, you might be a liberal. If you believe there is no right or wrong, but it's a personal decision, man, you might be a liberal. And lastly, if you name your children Moon Unit, Apple, or Seven, you might be a liberal. are made with organic eggs, right? They come from a chicken's ass. That organic enough for you, sugar? Uh, what's your pork? Is it steroid-free? It is by the time Chef Earl is done with it, honey. Well, how about your chicken fried steak? That's made with free-range chicken, right? Free-range? We can't afford to give it away, darling. Look, I don't see it on the menu, but can you just make me a progressive omelet? <laughs> sugar, you're in the wrong restaurant. She'll be alright For a while For a while She can smile Until Barack comes back 
And she goes on the attack And it doesn't work Oh, hell! You know I taught her well You couldn't tell That she fakes crying As president, I expect to be judged and should be judged by the results of this program. Breaking news, the uh, May jobs report just came out and the numbers are not good. So the unemployment rate went up. 40 consecutive months of 8% unemployment or more. Government payroll is down 13,000, construction down 28,000. 300,000 more long-term unemployed. The U.S. saw the smallest increase in jobs in a year. Any way you slice it, uh, looks like last summer all over again. Practically nothing about this report that was positive. Well, this is Obama's economy, that's fine. Give it to me. Okay, and welcome back to the Uncooperative Radio Show. Hour two. Yes, it's two. I, still, I can't believe you still have not gotten off of this <laughs> article. It's just, there was just too much for you to play with. <laughs> okay, where do we leave off? Uh, youth centers, sports clubs. Youths, the youth centers, yeah. Sports clubs, but again, that's an investment. Because you've got to have places with gyms, and you've got to hire staff. You've got to have equipment. What is this entitlement to all this stuff that I'm hearing? Why do we got to? Why do we got to anything? So if you look to the boys and girls clubs or youth leagues, that still requires an investment, she said. So at some level, we have to kind of ask ourselves, how much are we willing to invest in the kind in the kids in our society? Really? Nothing. How much are you going to give of your own money, nothing. Mom Obama? Nothing. It's unconstitutional, so nothing. Let the local communities have their own schools and educate their children the way they see fit. And the local community pays for it. Or if they, in the poor neighborhood, charitable organizations will have to do. Government is not allowed to be in the business of redistributing wealth, education, energy. Oh, good, I could go on. Just about everything they know, everything they do is unconstitutional and needs to stop. Everything. You, you see me, really, when's the last time they passed a clean bill? Oh, well, you know, pork barrel spending is unconstitutional, so it, it makes that whole bill unconstitutional. So, again, they don't do anything constitutional up there because they don't like the Constitution. They purposely don't do what's in the Constitution. It's idiotic because what's in the Constitution works. But they just hate the Constitution because it's a white Constitution. Wait a minute. Parchment paper isn't white. It's yellow. It's brownish. 
<laughs> you know what I'm telling folks too whenever I get to talk to them? They should ask their elected cockroaches if they've read their employee handbook. You know what their employee handbook is? What makes you think they have an employee handbook? Article one of the Constitution is the Congress and the Senate's employee handbook. No. What they, they can and cannot do. Well, yeah. Well, they have to know the whole thing, though. They don't just get to learn one and walk away. Yeah. Well, if they could even do that. If they could, well, if they could do what's constitutional in Article one, that's everything they're supposed to do. And that'd be great. But they're not going to do that. What's your point? Because half of those electric cockroaches don't even know that Article One of the Constitution is their employee handbook. They don't know anything about the Constitution. Why should they? They don't follow it. They do whatever they want. Elections have consequences. <laughs> Not in the Constitution, it doesn't. Because it doesn't matter what party you're from, you're still not allowed to do it. Rule of law, see? That's she... how it works. It works. Rule of man does not work. Is she going to take out her little checkbook? And now we got, look at this, rule of woman. When did who elected her to office? Thank you. I'd like to know how she's doing all this stuff. Because because we let her. That's how. Where's her checkbook? Well, Congress should have already sent her a little a little wake up call and said you can't do this. You are not an elected official. You must cease and desist. Go go find a charity. Stop finding ways to spend the people's money. That's not your place. You're the first lady. Go have a party. So at some level, we have to kind of ask ourselves, how much are we willing to invest in the kids in our society? Uh, because at some point, we've got to make that investment. Even if it's an investment in better parks in every community. What, the national government has no damn power over land and parks. There's nothing in the Constitution about parks. Well, it's magazines, forts, and other needful buildings. That's it. If it isn't that, they can't do it. Okay? They can't take land for any other reason than it says in the Constitution. No other reason. Wonder where your money goes? All these parks. You got to... Pay people to be in them, all those parks. And it, it's really, it's just wilderness. We didn't have to have anybody there. Just stop calling it a park. It's just woods. Oh. Creating safe spaces where kids can go out to play. There is no such thing. I told you. It, 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 out in the suburbs, the kids are playing outside. So I guess the only safe place to play will be in the inner cities, in the ghettos? Really? That the, all the kids have to go there to be safe. It's not only unconstitutional, it's racist. On the south side, now we had parks, and some of those parks just aren't, they haven't been maintained. They can't be maintained because the people that live there trash it regular daily all the time if you clean it up the graffiti up they put it back and if it's a gang tag you might get yourself whacked cleaning it off isn't that great the sports fields don't work the sweet 
I didn't have a special sports field. It was just a field. Some people had a dirt lot. It wasn't a perfectly manicured baseball diamond and football field. We had cut. This is getting ridiculous. She knows nothing about this country. She doesn't go anywhere near anything that has to do with flyover states. She's a city person. She doesn't like the country. She doesn't like people in the country. <sighs> um, where is it coming from? Oh, no. It hasn't maintained. No sports field. The swings are broken. Yeah, I remember my Uncle Luke going into the school and fixing broken swings because the school didn't have the money to fix them. And a white neighborhood. Problem is, in their neighborhood, nobody has had to fix anything. Nobody wants to fix anything. And no one will fix anything. So, blah, 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 blah. In so many communities, you have a place for a park. But it's going to take an investment to make it a place that kids will actually use. So where does that investment come from? That's the city, she said. No. <laughs> it used to come from us. If there, was a, if there was an empty lot, we'd play in it. If it was all full of junk, we'd clean it up and play in it. I am sick of this entitlement. Every kid's entitled to manicured lawns and, and special sports fields. And What are you kidding me? It's dirt and it's grass. Play, you can play on anything. As we did when we were young. We didn't have any special parks to go to. Yeah, you went to the empty lots. You went into the woods to play. Empty lots, if it was big enough, that's where you played baseball. If you couldn't find a lot big enough to play baseball, then we played stickball in the street. Now, you're trying to tell me that poor black children cannot afford a stick and a ball? I'm sorry. I know how much the families get for welfare, and yes, they do have money for that. It's just a stick. It could be a broom handle, which it usually was. So all you have to invest in is a ball. A stinking ball. That's it. Stick, ball. Get it? It's amazing. I grew up with that. I love stickball. It's great. I, you know, it's the fact is they, they just don't want to do anything. And the kids, if they're smart, they're going to run right to basketball because that's where they get all the sports scholarships and big money. So let's see what she thinks they should be doing. So we don't want to do that anymore. So it's just Slowly, it's becoming a desert, a play desert. So in other words, you say it's supposed to cover the city, but the city communities, they don't want to put the money into it. So the federal government must come in and build sports places so that people in the ghetto actually have better opportunities than people that pay taxes to live on their own land. Uh, it's slowly becoming a desert or play desert. So many communities are becoming play deserts.
But in wealthy communities, there is a wealth of resources. You could be in field hockey or you can learn to, how to swim. There are aquatic centers, and I've seen the difference. The disparities are amazing to me. And we're repeating ourselves again, the first lady said. So Mama Obama, she's going to take care of you. So are we saying that some kids are worthy of that investment in physical activity and that there are millions of others who aren't? No, not saying anything about their worth. When you talk about rich people, rich people pay for all those things to happen. Who's going to pay for it in the ghetto? You want other people to make sure they have better opportunities than the average white kid does. And you didn't have to make an investment in them because the parents made the investment in the child. So you're saying some kids are worthy of that investment and physical activity, and then there are millions of others who aren't. There are millions of others who don't have a father, for one thing, to take them anywhere, to do anything. That's rule number one. There are no males They're in the home. There are no adult males in the home. They can't be, or the woman loses welfare. So that's, yes, I see government has actually caused the problem of fatherlessness in the ghettos because if there is a father, you don't get welfare. And they're all about the welfare. Oh, yes, they have themselves another kid so they can make more money for welfare. We take care of the kid, every all that child's needs. They're not even family members. We take care of their children. Everything's covered. They do nothing. And on top of that, they get money. They get money for clothes. They get money for food. They Well, they get well the debit card. Might as well say money. It's what everybody else uses. The rich people are investing in their own children. You are asking us to pay for these children. That's the difference. Those rich white kids aren't worthy of getting government money either. Well, because they're white and they have money, they're not going to get any government money, are they? Again, we understand that if you if you wrongly and stupidly attach schools to private property taxes, which is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of, you have to pay to live on your own land, and we call it ownership instead of renting. Yeah, stop paying the rent and see what happens. They pay nothing in the ghettos. They don't pay property taxes. Nobody pays property taxes in the ghetto because if if they had, well, that's why there's so many abandoned buildings right? that always have to be done something with because they just stop paying the taxes on the building. They just abandon the building, and then the city takes it over on a on a lien. They put it up for auction, but nobody wants to buy it because the taxes are too high and it's stupid having a building in the ghetto. If there was money to be made, somebody would. There's no money to be made. It's all welfare housing. They can call it Article 8 or whatever they call it, Title 8 housing. It's a nice name for just the same thing. It's welfare housing. 
So, uh, so it turns out that all there are millions of kids who aren't worth the investment because we're already investing in our children. We don't have money to invest in yours. See, it's our money. If we wanted to, we will. But if 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 government got out of the business of trying to help people, people would help people, and problems would be solved. And what's the role that we as a society have for making sure that kids have equal access? Wow, is another unalienable right I haven't heard of. Equal access. Every kid has to have access to the exact same opportunity. That is impossible to create. And and every time the government tries to create it, they do so at somebody else's cost. And I don't and I'm not just talking about money. She asked, adding that the same is true for music and art. No, it isn't. I mean, yes, the same is true. You know, if you can't afford it, you shouldn't have it. Reading, writing, and arithmetic. The three things they are not teaching in school, they need to teach in school. The rest of it, they need to stop. I would like my graduates who have a high school diploma to actually have reading comprehension skills and not be illiterate. I would like my college bachelor degree students to not be functional illiterates, but over 50% of them are. I'd like a lot of things, Mama Obama, but the government never fixes anything. They cause problems. They don't fix them. Again, people would teach music and art in these places for free or little to nothing if the government would leave them alone and go away. There was all kinds of charity in this country before we created all these government things that aren't charity, but they give other people's money away to people that don't do anything for it. it sounds like charity. So I had an argument of Praga. Government doesn't do charity. Right. It doesn't. It's not supposed to. You're right. What do you mean? You just said that. Let's <laughs> just take a confused. You just said they didn't. They didn't. Think about it. Come on. Music and art, I don't even think anybody, any child should be should be entitled to. If the parents want to pay for music classes and art classes, yeah. And I feel the same way about sports. If the parents want to pay for the cost of the sport, more power to you. If they're going to pay and find a, a coach, they're going to pay for the equipment, they're going to pay for the maintenance required in the sports places. That's the parent. All parents should have to pay for that. Government shouldn't be involved in schooling at all. But if we're going to be honest about it, what what children need versus what we would like them to have under the under a perfect world, which they never will be. Some kids will not be able to have music and sports. All these extracurricular activities. That's and the ones that can pay for it will, and that'll make them even crazier. See, they hate the they hate the, this notion. They want you to pay for their children. You pay for you pay for the adults. You pay for the children. You pay for the school. You pay for the college. On and on it goes. We, they get everything paid for gratis and it's not good enough you got to do more i say take again all sports all music all art out of the schools 
and let the parents pay for it however the heck they can pay for it and that's the end of the problem it's done it's not part of school there you go it's after school it's always been called after school extracurricular activities and since it's extracurricular uh, nobody should have to pay for it it's a nicety oh music spurs creativity i don't care i don't care how creative they are i'd rather them learn how to read i'd like them to know how to do math is it is it just me all right up down From the S, Oceania Press. You should see his ears are bleeding. <laughs> the gorilla tape's not holding. You got to get more. Well, it's holding. That's why the ears are bleeding. <laughs> a federal judge has found that a U.S. Border Patrol agent was justified in the 2011 fatal shooting of a suspect who was caught in the line of fire while fleeing in southern Arizona. Wow, see? Get rid of the Bush administration and they stop putting Border Patrol people behind bars. Amazing, isn't it? This case was not nearly as bad as Ramos and Campion. I mean, it's ridiculous that they were ever said, that they were ever brought up on charges ever. That was the government's intervention in the Department of Injustice. Uh, and that was under the Bush administration. He loves illegal aliens, if you didn't know that. He's... He's part of the New World Socialist Order. It's global. They've got to destroy our country. Otherwise, they can't. it won't happen. Now, if, if the UK votes to leave the European Union, then things are getting going in the wrong direction for the Progs, and something's going to go boom. Something's going to give, because we're not allowed to go back towards what they already changed even though they're walking us straight down to serfdom judge james soto ruled april the 25th that agent lucas tidwell cannot be held liable for the killing of douglas resident carlos la madrid because tidwell was within the law the tucson sentinel reported the ruling this week Oh, here go the Black Lives Matter people. Do they care about Mexican lives? Oh, no, they hate Mexicans. I forgot. Oh, you didn't know that? Yeah, they, they hate homosexuals, too. <gasps> oh, my God, they're haters. Hashtag hater. Hashtag lives. <laughs> That's the next thing I'm going to do. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. I just never. <laughs> and nobody else's. Uh, they hate white people. They hate brown people. They hate homosexuals. Uh, I mean, who, in other words, they basically just want everybody to be black. I'm just telling you how it is. So anyway, the lawsuit was filed by La Madrid's mother, Guadalupe Guerrera, in federal court in Tucson. William Reisner, her attorney, declined to comment. Tidwell was represented by the U.S. Attorney's Office in San Diego. See, how is he getting representation? They put the other ones behind bars. It's crazy. U.S. Attorney Laura Duffy of the Southern District of California said La Madrid's death 
was a tragic loss of life, but that the judge ruled correctly because Tidwell was acting in self-defense. It wasn't a tragic loss of life. He was a piece of crap coming over the border illegally. Right, and he, it just saved us a ton of money by him getting rid of him. As the judge said, a reasonable person would have believed his life was in serious danger when rocks the size of bricks were being thrown at his head. She said in a statement to the Associated Press. The incident began on March 21st, 2011, when Douglas police attempted to pull 19-year-old La Madrid over after getting a call that he might have drugs in a truck he was driving. Hmm, somebody wanted him gone. They don't, re they don't report on stuff like, nobody reports on stuff like that in poor places. Unless they want to get rid of somebody. La Madrid fled toward the Mexican border, where two men had propped up a ladder. One of the men helped La Madrid climb the ladder, while the other threw large rocks at Tidwell, police said. Tidwell fired his weapon after one of the rocks nearly hit him in the head. La Madrid was caught in the line of fire and killed. The shooting is one of several in which border agents have fired at rock throwers, raising concern among civil rights groups who say agents fire indiscriminately. They have no rights. They're criminals. They are in the act of a crime. They are in currently in the act of a crime. They have no civil rights. Sorry. Oh, but he shouldn't have shot him. It's just a rock. Yeah, I've seen pictures of the blood from uh, Border Patrol agents that were hit with those rocks. They're big rocks. They're small boulders. That's what they are. Now, you get hit in the head when you could die. Absolutely. <laughs> Without a doubt. What, the one cop was hit through the window, hit him in the head, and there was still blood everywhere on the inside of the vehicle. So if you think rocks, shooting at people throwing rocks is a civil rights violation, I guess we could stop using the word civil rights then to term because you obviously don't know what the heck it means. It means anything you want. It's made up. That's why I don't deal with civil rights. Unalienable rights. He has an unable right to live. <laughs> no. His rights end where his rock meets. Understand? He throws rocks at me. I throw bullet. Let him. That's the way it works. And that's called killing, not murder. It's called self-defense. It's called intelligence. It's called getting rid of a piece of crap that's trying to kill cops. I don't have a problem with that at all. Who's not even supposed to be here? <sighs> Wait, I'm almost done. La Madrid's family says the shooting was reckless, intentional, and unwarranted. La Madrid wasn't armed. He, had, <laughs> he almost got hit in the head with a rock. Someone was armed. But Soto said Tidwell followed the law of the shooting and could not be held legally liable. Whatever decision the court made in this case, it could not begin to fill the immense void left in the family when La Madrid died, he wrote. Oh, please. Are you kidding Cut me? me some slack. He left the country. We gotta go to break. Seven Cooperative Radio Show. You stay tuned. Cause we'll be right back. This is Jeff Carlisi from the Band Thirty Eight Special. Let us never forget that police lives matter. If you are struggling to pay or haven't been making your student loan payments, listen carefully to this urgent alert. 
Have you been out of school for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? Are your student loans past due or even in default? Can't go back to school because of an old student loan problem? We can help you if you qualify. Your student loans can be taken out of default. We can stop the wage garnishments, stop the collection calls, and stop the seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and see if we can help you reduce your student loan payments. One quick 10-minute call could solve them right now. So call the Student Loan Helpline now. 800-215-6813 800-215-6813 This is a fee-based document preparation service to help you access free government programs. Call for complete details not available in all states. The following message is brought to you by Health Markets, your first choice when you need health insurance for your small business. Do you offer health insurance to your employees? Call us now and see if you can save money. Do you want to offer vision and dental to your employees? Call us. Do you think you're paying too much for your current health insurance? Call us. Do you want somebody else to do all the legwork and search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide? Call us. We're Health Markets, and thanks to a little-known solution, we could help your business save thousands of dollars on health insurance costs and save your employees money, too. Our service is free. Don't miss the great savings. Call now. 800-862-0336. 800-862-0336. Health Markets Insurance Agency is DBA of InSphere Insurance Solutions, Inc. Licensed in all states. Product availability varies. The following message is brought to you by Health Markets, your first choice when you need health insurance for your small business. Do you offer health insurance to your employees? Call us now and see if you can save money. Do you want to offer vision and dental to your employees? Call us. Do you think you're paying too much for your current health insurance? Call us. Do you want somebody else to do all the legwork and search thousands of health plans from over 180 health insurance companies nationwide? Call us. We're Health Markets, and thanks to a little-known solution, we could help your business save thousands of dollars on health insurance costs and save your employees money, too. Our service is free. Don't miss the great savings. Call now. 800-862-0336. That's 800-862-0336. Health Markets Insurance Agency is DBA of InSphere Insurance Solutions, Inc. Licensed in all states. Product availability varies. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-511-3024. 800-511-3024. 800-511-3024. 800-511-3024.
back to the Grumpy Radio Show. Half of hour two. Hour half of two. Two. Cry me a river, you people. Are you kidding me? Yeah. He left. Did you have to think about, is this what you were thinking about instead of the commercials while you were no. doing they, they he left the country and they're we're, the we're, void in their family. We've beyond we're beyond that. Story. It just pisses me off. I don't care what they say. Oh, you know why, Brian? Uh, now I know why. Less welfare. That's right, and he's not going to be. No, able he to... doesn't get men. Don't get welfare. That's why in black neighborhoods there are no men fathers. No, I know, but he they're gonna, there's a void because they're not going to get money from him sending it back to Mexico. Because he's no, dead. his family's here. I would I imagine. They, they brought a suit here. They must be here. Can illegal aliens file suit? No, they, yes. no, they really can't. But they are. I know, but they can't. But they do. I know. Some guy held uh, illegal alien at gunpoint till the cops came to get him on his own property. Uh, the Mexico helped the illegal aliens sue the property owner, and the judge gave the property to the illegal alien. That's well, amazing how good our judicial system works. Isn't it? I was, that's a no-brainer. And they screwed. And they that's the way they went. I mean, that's just no-brainer. Any idiot knows that's just, you can't do that. And why would you grant him money because he was being held? He's lucky he wasn't shot. You're just teaching people to shoot him dead because it'll be easier to go to court and, and do self-defense than it is to say, I held him at gunpoint. Oh, you can't do that. You violated his civil rights. He was violating the law and trespassing on my property. He's guilty of a misdemeanor before he even got to my property. Now that it's a crime and he's crossing it, trespassing, that's criminal trespassing. And yet the judge gave the ranch to the illegal alien, the criminal trespasser, now owns the land. Now now, now the guy that used to own it is a trespasser. Yep, that's the world we live in. Upside down, backwards world. I noticed more people starting to say stuff like that that's good because that means more people are catching on anyway stupid european siren sound from the daily caller this is the new police state a new civil asset forfeiture reform bill arrived thursday in the house and it could change the game on police seizures a bipartisan group of congressmen are calling for the passage of the deterring undue enforcement by protecting rights of citizens from excessive searches and seizures. Act. In parentheses, it says due process act. Why, are, why is everything so long? Because it's the government. Civil asset forfeiture is a practice in which police can seize property they believe is connected to criminal activity and keep it even though they don't convict, or charge the owner with a crime. I'm amazed it hasn't happened to me yet. The owner must then go through the difficult and most often unsuccessful process to recoup their property, whether it's a vehicle, cash, or home. Mostly, they, they don't give it back because they don't have to. It's stupid law, but that's the way it is. They don't have to. The whole law is unconstitutional. The whole law. The bill would require more transparency and change the burden of proof the government must meet from preponderance of evidence to clear and convincing. No, no, no. You don't, you're still not doing it right. Uh-uh. 
not only has to be clear and convincing, you must indict and convict to keep the property, said property. Otherwise, if you don't bring them up on charges or you don't convict them, they get their private property back. Remember, this would be taking wrongly from them because they didn't commit a crime. But they still don't give it back. Okay, I'm confused about this. Does this, and I did read the, the article, but I'm not sure if it has it in it. Are they making federal law against state and local police departments? Because right now, Obama just banned them from using this at the beginning of the year. It was pretty pretty slick. A couple months later, they reenacted it and encouraged local departments to do it. So, now we got to pass a law saying they can't do it. But the first cops should know they can't do it. Cops should know they shouldn't do it. But they're not charged. The individual police officer isn't in charge. Doesn't make those decisions. That's for people higher up in rank. But the federal government should. But have our government, to do. your government, is still doing it to its citizens, and it's wrong. But the federal government should have nothing to do with us. The federal government should be. They do it too. It's like they're allowing the states to uh, participate in the federal law that allows them to do this. Which is all unconstitutional. Right. Now all you have to do is convince everybody else. And of course it's unconstitutional. You don't take people's property just because you think they're a criminal. I'm not really for any taking the property if it is a criminal. The government shouldn't be being funded by how many people they arrest and how much property they can seize. Because if that's the case, they're going to do it a lot. Anyway, uh, clear and convincing. A tougher task for the government to meet, but still lower than the criminal beyond a reasonable doubt. If the government can't meet that burden, they have to return the property they seized. If they don't convict, they have to get back the property they seized. You're still not getting it right. Holy goodness. I can't... I, even see, I told you. Even when they try and help, they don't help. They don't help. And this Jeff Session brought this up. He's confusing the heck out of me, by the way, because he's one minute he's a staunch conservative, the next minute I don't know what the hell he's doing. So the forfeiture is a critical tool in the fight against crime, but it is also vulnerable to abuse. Republican Congressman Jim Sensenbrenner said in the statement, no way should the fight against crime be funding government to do anything, federal or otherwise. The And by the way, also these crimes, like drug crimes, are unconstitutional to begin with and unenforceable legally. The Due Process Act, among other things, will increase transparency and add protections for innocent property owners. Not really, because if they if they had uh, if they can meet a preponderance of evidence, if they go clear and convincing. If they can meet that hurdle, they get to keep it, whether the person's guilty or not. No, I don't want them getting money to do anything. If it's if it's money and it's a part of a crime, at the end of which said money should be destroyed. There you go. Take it out of the take it out of the circulation. 
That'd drive the government crazy. Anyway, so, I'm sorry. Unless it says, if you do not get a conviction, you must return the property. It's The bill ain't worth the paper it's printed on. <clears throat> Including the opportunity to contest seizures and regain illegally seized property immediately. Reform to the current federal forfeiture laws is necessary to curb abuse, restore confidence in law enforcement, and help citizens protect their property rights. Yes, that's the law they are using, the federal law, of which the Caesar has encouraged them to use. After say after banning the use of it, then he went back and said, go ahead and use it. <clears throat> anyway, I think he I think he found out that this hurts white people more than black people. I'm just saying. Anyway, reform to the current federal forfeiture laws is necessary to curb abuse. How about you just repeal it? Restore confidence in law enforcement and help citizens protect their property rights. It'd be nice to, to know our government actually respected our property rights. But as I've learned, it really doesn't. It really doesn't at all. The bill also expands the right to an attorney and speeds up the process for getting property back. The bill also codifies current Department of Justice and Internal Revenue Service policy on structuring. Previously, the IRS had been seizing property from people who made multiple cash deposits under $10,000, a tactic called structuring that people often use to hide large sums of money from the government. As a result of this IRS practice, many innocent people had their accounts seized for doing nothing more than depositing cash, drawing outrage, and eventually forcing the IRS to stop altogether. The new bill would make those kinds of deposits a crime only when it's clear the owner was trying to hide the money from the government. <clears throat> it also protects innocent owners who unwittingly had their property seized because they loaned it to someone who was then stopped by police. Civil forfeiture remains one of the greatest assaults to property rights and due process in America today, Republican Congressman Darrell Issa said in a statement, good, then repeal the darn law. What was once intended to ensure drug dealers couldn't keep the fruits of their illegal activities has now become grossly misused to allow law enforcement to to a takeaway. I'm just reading it the way it's written. The property of ordinary, innocent Americans simply trying to live out their lives. State laws will vary on civil asset forfeiture, but reforming federal laws makes a key difference because state law enforcement often kicks seizures up to the feds so they can create under less strict federal law. They can operate under less strict federal law. Oh, wonderful. In recent years, there have been several incidents in which innocent Americans have had their property or money improperly seized by law enforcement. Republican House Judiciary Chairman Bob Goodlatte said in a statement, really, I've been reporting on this, this show for almost a decade now. And they said, just noticing it now. While asset forfeiture is a useful law enforcement tool, abuses of it clearly show that reform is needed now to better protect Americans from having their property wrongfully seized. You make it a, make it against the law to buy property with the proceeds of a crime. And if you do 
buy the property or the money is due to illicit drug trade, then that, yeah, that could, should be t taken away from you because you're not allowed to benefit from a crime, which is already a law. So I don't even know why we need another law because it's already law. Wow. They just can't do anything right up there, can they? You are not allowed to benefit from a, the act of a crime. So if you murder someone, you can't make a movie about, you can't sell the rights to make a movie about your story and keep the money because that would be, that would be benefiting from the crime. They do this all the time now with books and movies. So we know the idea. It's the same thing. That it, there's no reason to have another law. The law already exists. Why, why have another law? Justifies their existence and complicates ours. That's why. Uh, I, I, the drug war is unconstitutional anyway, so I don't care about funding the drug war. You don't fund something that's unconstitutional. But that would be a perfect world. Then, of course, she thinks I'm going to be on one article for half an hour, so she's not here to push the button, and, well, I'm going to have to move on. Okay, <clears throat> states' rights in the Second Amendment report. From states' rights, from the AP. Oklahoma Governor Mary Fallon on Friday vetoed legislation to make it a felony for doctors to perform an abortion, a measure that would have effectively outlawed the procedure in the state. In vetoing the measure just a day after the legislature passed it, Fallon, a Republican who opposes abortion, said it was vague and would not withstand a legal challenge. But why didn't you sign it into law? Is it unconstitutional? Did you send it back with your reasons? Uh, why aren't you reading? Why aren't we reading your reasons? You have to return it to the legislature branch, which your reason for vetoing it. The bill is so ambiguous and so vague that doctors cannot be certain that medical circumstances would be considered necessary to preserve the life of the mother. That's pretty, that's vague. If the, if the mother's going to die because of the pregnancy, that's clear. That, that's clear. That's what it means. Just what it said. Necessary to preserve the life of the mother. If she is likely to die if it isn't done then it's justified but of course he's full of crap it's a girl she mary fallon oh yeah who supposedly is is anti-abortion really and you and you wouldn't sign this law uh, all these people deliberated over the language of the law and your only reason is you don't like the language you sent it back wow what? you're not she's hiding the fact that she is not and she is not anti-abortion. And she's not a Republican. Well, she might be. She's a prog. She's a Republican, but she's not, she's not a conservative. Right. The other thing I don't like about this, Brian, is the first thing that came to her mind, and this is what infuriates me about these governors, about being sued from the federal government. You shouldn't even, that shouldn't even be a consideration, Governor Mary Fallon. So let him sue. But don't go anywhere but the Supreme Court. It's the only court that's allowed to hear any differences between the federal government and the state that goes directly to the Supreme Court. It is clear in the Constitution on that matter. It just doesn't require education. It just requires reading the words. So there's no excuses. 
Anyway, Roe v. Wade is unconstitutional. Anyway, so uh, <clears throat> there, you, there you go with that. Fallon said, while I consistently have and continue to support a re-examination of the United States Supreme Court's decision in Roe v. Wade, this legislation cannot accomplish that re-examination. <clears throat> See? She is a prog. That is nonsense. We need to re-examine it? Re-examine the Supreme Court decision? It's an opinion, not a decision. I love the fact that they think babies should be aborted, but guess what? We don't have to listen to them because they don't have that power. No, no, no. After the president of the United States, the, the law is then looked at by the state legislature and governor, and they decide if it's constitutional or not, not the Supreme Court. Again, Article 3, Section 2. The judicial power shall extend to all cases in law and equity arising under this Constitution, the laws of the United States, and treaties made, or which shall be made under their authority, to all cases affecting ambassadors, other public ministers, and councils. And public ministers are what you think. Look it up. To all cases of admiralty and maritime jurisdiction, to controversies to which the United States shall be party, to controversies between two or more states, between citizens of different states, between citizens of the same state claiming lands under grants of different states. And that's it. That's, I, but I wasn't talking about their jurisdiction. I was, I was pointing out that they don't have the power of judicial review. Right, but you were also pointing out that if the feds go after a state, they need to go straight to the Supreme you Court. You didn't get to that clause. Where did you say that? Well, they got rid of uh, this uh, 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 No, they didn't get rid of that. And, uh, no, they didn't. That's between a state and a, a citizen of another state. They got rid of that. They also got rid of and between a state or the citizens thereof and foreign states, citizens, or subjects. They got rid of that, too. So I was just reading what they have here. And that's what it says. Did you finish it all? It just says, in all cases affecting ambassadors, other public ministers and councils, in those in which a state shall be party, the Supreme Court shall have original jurisdiction. Ah, told you to keep reading. What do I always tell you you make a mistake all the time? You don't read all yeah, but... the words. You don't read everything. You don't. You think you know. You think you know what they're talking about before you even get there. Read every single word of everything. The people put words on things for a reason. Right, but this isn't saying that a state and the, and the government. Yes, it is. It's saying ministers and councils and those in which a state shall be party. State shall be party. The Supreme Court shall have original d jurisdiction. Okay, in all I'm completely confused. Original jurisdiction means it goes straight to the Supreme I Court. I understand that, but it's not saying a state against the federal government yes it is it's saying ministers and councils i i can't deal with your reading comprehension problems right now okay <clears throat> i just wanted to explain to the folks because they probably don't understand either i can't explain to the folks who aren't reading it incorrectly it says clearly that they the supreme court has original jurisdiction in those cases that means it goes it, the federal courts don't get to hear it only the Supreme Court does. 
that's right in the Constitution. And if you get, it takes a, a little reading comprehension, but that's pretty clear. I never had a problem understanding that one. There are plenty, plenty of things that confuse you in the Constitution. If you don't go and read Madison's notes on the convention, if you go through the convention day by day, you'll understand the Constitution and what everything means. Because you can't just read it. Too many hosts say that. Just read it. It's a simple document. It's not a simple document. You can't just read it. First of all, most people don't have reading comprehension skills anymore, so that's out. Uh, but even the ones that do, there are they, old language and, more importantly, old legal language they were using. This is legal language. Uh, and it mean, you know, it doesn't necessarily mean what you think it means. It certainly doesn't mean what all the people uh, on the left in the Supreme Court thinks it means. Not even close. Because they don't want the Constitution at all. They don't want to even look at the Constitution. They cited foreign law in their last decision. Again, foreign law. I don't care. I don't care what a European law is. What, what, what are you even talking about it for? Right there. That's bad behavior. Off the bench. Unbelievable. You can't even handle the laws that you're supposed to properly enforce now. Where was I before I got so interrupted? Um, the bill is so ambiguous, blah, vague. So vague, doctors cannot be certain. <laughs> and we have to re-examine Roe v. Wade. No, I don't have to re-examine crap. Supreme Court doesn't have the authority. End of conversation. No re-examination required. All the opinion stands as their opinion, but it is not law. Courts don't make law. The bill's sponsor, Republican Senator Nathan Dam, said the measure was aimed at ultimately overturning the U.S. Supreme Court's 1973 decision that legalized abortion nationwide. Again, state nullification is all it is required. I don't know why everybody's so afraid of it. You don't have to overturn anything because the the original opinion, as it stood, isn't worth the paper it's printed on. It's not a law. It's not it's not legal. It's void. It shall not exist. And it shall not be enforced. There you go. Problem solved. I don't have to re-examine or overturn anything. And oh, don't forget, once we get enough time, all these bad judges are gonna go bye bye. And, it, and that's pretty much all of them. All of them, the federal and probably most of the states, too. Uh, they all steal po all stole power for themselves under the notion that they can say what is constitutional or unconstitutional. Sorry, unless it says it in your state constitution, even your state Supreme Court cannot do that. Okay, uh, Dom said he was considering whether to try to override the governor's veto which would require a two-thirds majority in each chamber. See, most state uh, most state constitutions mirror, mirror the federal constitution, except where it goes further because they're a state, not the federal government. There's a lot more they have, they do than the national government's supposed to do. So, again, two-thirds majority, same as overriding in the federal constitution. So, uh, a threshold it did not meet in the House when it first passed. The bill passed on a 33 to 12 vote in the Senate with no debate on Thursday. It passed 59 to 9 in the 101 member House on April 21st. Of course, I'll consider it, Dam said. I'm weighing my options. The bill would have made it a felony punishable by up to three years in prison for anyone who performs an abortion, including doctors. 
State law already makes it a felony for anyone who's not a doctor to perform an abortion. And Dan's bill would have removed the exception, the exemption for physicians, as this should be, as it should be, if that's what the people want of that state. The bill which abortion rights no you do not women, you do not have a right to abortion. You do not. Sorry. Again, unalienable rights. You have to be able to do you have to be by yourself naked in a field. If you could do your own abortion, go ahead. Women used to. My mother did it. Called a coat hanger. I gotta go to a break. So quiet radio show, stay tuned, cause we'll be right back. My name is Courtney Luster. I'm 21, well-educated, and unemployed American. I happen to be black, so I'm in the highest unemployment segment of the population, black youth unemployment. Notice I don't refer to myself as African-American because I'm an American first. I'm a proud American who happens to have black skin. So please explain to me where African-American fits into that equation. You're right, it doesn't. For over 60 years, the Democrat Party has used my fellow black Americans to maintain power in the federal and state governments. Why do I say that? Because I read history. While many of my friends are watching mindless videos, I choose to listen to Red State Talk Radio. Why? Because I want to educate myself, not entertain myself. Red State Talk Radio, America's premier conservative talk radio network. Hey, all you black American youth, be a Frederick Douglass Republican, not an Al Sharpton race pimp. Educate yourself. Listen to RedStateTalkRadio.com. Saddlesore Canyon. You know, Lindsay, you spend a few days out on the campaign trail, away from all the other Republicans, with nothing but your horse, the press, and a few thousand sheep to lead. Well, it makes a man think different, feel different. You know what I mean? You want another back rub? Sure. Then we'll make s'mores. Now, just as there was in Teddy Roosevelt's time, There is a certain crowd in Washington who for the last few decades have said, let's respond to this economic challenge with the same old tune. The market will take care of everything, they tell us. If we just cut more regulations and cut more taxes, especially for the wealthy, our economy will grow stronger. Now, it's a simple theory. And we have to admit, it's one that speaks to our rugged individualism and our healthy skepticism of too much government. That's that's in America's DNA. And that theory fits well on a bumper sticker. (laughs) But here's the problem. It doesn't work. It has never worked.
I'm Sheriff David Clark, and I want to talk to you about something personal, your safety. It's no longer a spectator sport. I need you in the game. But are you ready? With officers laid off and furloughed, simply calling 911 and waiting is no longer your best option. You can beg for mercy from a violent criminal, hide under the bed, or you can fight back. But are you prepared? Consider taking a certified safety course in handling a firearm so you can defend yourself until we get there. You have a duty to protect yourself and your family. We're partners now. Can I count on you? This safety message brought to you by the Milwaukee County Sheriff's Office. Back to the Crawford Radio Show, Hour 3. Three. Three. Did you know it's Hour 3? I did. Oh, good. We're in this piece of I cannot believe that we're doing this. I, you know, I mean, the states just really have no idea the powers that they have. None. You missed pushing a button, by the way. No, I didn't. Legal alien stuff. We didn't do the illegal alien invasion report. No, but it's... We just did that in the ups and downs. That... What is this section called? Police state and what else? This is states' rights. Oh, states' rights. And what's... And... That's it. <clears throat> States' rights in the Second Amendment report. Nope. I changed that too. That's your. Well, hey, <laughs> I know, but I changed it. You obviously didn't do your job then. <laughs> I changed it right at the end because I found something better. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, the bill, which abortion rights, you have no right to abortion, group center for reproductive rights, and it's not reproductive rights. It is not. It is not pr- helping your reproduction. It's stopping your reproduction. It is the opposite of reproductive health. It's reproductive unhealth. That's why men get the little blue pill and it's not being... What's the we're looking for? <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I can't get into your head. Too late. Lost it now. No, you did. <sighs> That's why I'm not a hypocrite because... The little blue pill makes men's sexual organs function so that reproduction can occur. Now, birth control and abortion does the opposite of that. So, not that we're entitled, should be entitled to a blue pill either. I'm just saying, at least it is for reproductive health. This is for the opposite. This is to stop reproduction. That's not health. Sorry. Not entitled to squat. Say the first of its kind in the nation also would restrict any physician who performs an abortion from obtaining or renewing a license to practice medicine in Oklahoma. So what? Don't break the law. Is that so hard? They have said Thursday after the bill's passage that he hoped it could lead to overturning Roe v. Wade. We don't have to overturn squat for the last time. Since I believe life begins at conception, it should be protected. And I believe it's a core function of state government to defend that life from the beginning of conception, said Dom for Broken Arrow. 
but it's not. There is nothing in your state constitution about abortion either. I, 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 I'm willing to bet it. Look it up. Show me in there where the state gives themselves the, where we gave the state the right to over abortion and over reproduction. Go ahead. Show me in the federal constitution where they have the power over reproduction. Go ahead. Show me in the constitution how they're allowed to be in the health insurance business. Go ahead. Oh, well, the Supreme Court. Supreme Court says a lot of things. None of it's right. Well, most of it's not right. If you want to get a, a better example of how every decision they make should be made, even though it's supposed to only be opinions, but Clarence Thomas, read his, uh, either for or against, it depends whether they're on the losing side or the winning side, but you know they'll put out their little opinions. If you want the best one, it's Clarence Thomas every time. If you want to understand, pretty much, go with Clarence Thomas. He's not perfect either, though. I know nobody's perfect, but I mean, when it comes to the Constitution, you can be perfect if you know what it means. So some of his decisions show a, a lack of understanding. But those are rare. He's usually right on. Much more so than Scalia. Anyway, but abortion rights, abortion rights, abortion rights. Senator Urban Yen, an Oklahoma City Republican and the only physician in the Senate, described the measure as insane and voted against it. Why is it insane, sir? You're a Republican. You're a prog. You've got to clean out your state governments, ladies and gentlemen. I know you're still working on the school boards in some places. Good. Stick with that. Don't don't jump the gun. Uh, never jump over. Just always straighten a line. And you'll get there some faster than others. But anybody who say that was insane, to say that it is illegal for a physician to perform abortion and include punishment in the bill, which is required. If you're going to create a law, you, there has to be enforcement of said law. So that's, you can't just say don't do it because if there's no, if there's no punishment, they're just going to do it anyway. It's stupid. The law requires you to provide enforcement. So it's not insane. It's just stop doing abortions. Simple. Oh, it's too broad. I understand it perfectly. I don't know what, it, I don't know what your problem is, governor. Or should we call you governess? Oh, that would be great. I do, <laughs> I do, I'm going to do that from now on. <laughs> I'll tell you, Brian. I'll tell you, Brian. If I was a woman, my, well, I am a woman, but I mean, in that that kind of a position, I would make people call me governess. I just would. A governess is not a female governor. I it's know someone who it takes is. care They're of children. children. I understand. Well, <laughs> hence why I hence why I called her governess. She wants to be everybody's mommy, except all those aborted babies. She doesn't want them. You never know when you're going to be aborting the next genius. To solve a problem. You lefties should be concerned to that because left-wing judges are useless. At least at least real judges. You, you call them right-wing or conservative. At least you get consistency and the rule of law. Not, uh, depends how I feel today. 
Did I am I having a good day or a bad day? Oh, I'm in a bad mood, so everyone fries. I'm in a good mood, everybody fries. <laughs> With me, everybody everybody's gonna be going to jail who needs to go to jail. Maybe. Brian, with you, half of these court cases would be thrown out. Would be ignored, you mean? Yep. Yeah, to get out of my courtroom. Oh, if I was a judge? Yeah. Oh, that would even bother. I, would, I don't think I'd last long because the first thing I'd say is, I want to make this clear. <laughs> Nobody is going to cite anybody else's opinion about what's going on in this courtroom. I am the only opinion that matters here. And if you cite... Any statute that is that is not, I mean, anything that isn't a statute, if you cite uh, judicial, if you, someone other, some other judge's opinion, which they call statute, which they call law, case law, uh, judges can't make law. That's a hint. They tr they they moved away from using the term case law. Did you notice? I did. Yeah, because they don't want you to know precedent means the same thing. Right. That's what they're calling it, precedent law. Yeah, but that's we're supposed to have common law. Common law, not British common law, common law. It didn't say British common law. It said common law. That would be natural law, i.e. John Locke and Law of Nations by Emmerich Vittel. That's, that's, that's what we're talking about. Anyway, I... I I don't think it's the same. Like I said, if I was, I don't. I would never be a judge. But if I was a judge, it, there'd be no none of that citing. And first judge that does it is going to be fined two hundred and fifty dollars. Wait a minute. How much do you make an hour? You mean first lawyer, for, not judge. You first lawyer. Judge. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> first lawyer. First lawyer to do it will be judge. How much do you make an hour, counselor? Really, three hundred dollars an hour. Really, a thousand dollars for the first person. The first. Uh, Attorney who brings up precedent. Now begin. <laughs> Gonna be pretty hard. You gotta change the opening argument, don't you? <laughs> you better rethink your opening argument completely. Because if you if you get out of line with that, I, I'm not gonna give you the levity that they say you have. I'm telling you now, it better be facts you're using and not made up stuff. If you're making stuff up, I won't allow that to be given to the jury. I'm not let give Oh, it's the opening statement. You're allowed to say whatever you want. No, you're not. You're not allowed to lie. I don't care what you call it. I call it lying. And if I catch you lying, you're going to be brought up on charges with the bar. Now, do you need extra time to figure out what you're going to say to the jury? <laughs> I think you would. Because I know you're going to have to rewrite what you practice so hard. You're going to have to hold a piece of paper in front of you because you're not going to have time to memorize it. <laughs> Hey, wouldn't that negate all of those um, paralegal jobs? Yes. It would, right? Put them out of business. <laughs> Just like if we had a flat tax, it would put most of the accountants out of job. Right. There are plenty of people that have jobs that they shouldn't be doing, and we're going to relieve them of that. But they'll have plenty of opportunities because, of course, the economy is improving. And like, like I said, it in my version... And I don't care what, I don't understand conservatives calling me a libertarian because I said this. This is not a conservative idea. It certainly is. Not one innocent person should go to jail, have their liberties removed for them. Not one innocent person. That's 
what I want. I don't care how many go free that are guilty. There's guilty people all over the place every day committing crimes we don't catch. So what? If if the goal has to be not to remove liberty from any citizen, unless it's justified. Now, if you can't prove it beyond a reasonable doubt, and, and I mean beyond a reasonable doubt, and I, I would explain to the jury their, their powers and their rights, by the way, which is what they are supposed to do to a jury, but they don't do that. Instead, they, they tell them how they want them to view the case, which is, in, which is inappropriate, and they should be removed from the bench. I would say, you are the jurors. They are going to provide you with a bunch of stuff to consider. You're the only people that are going to make this decision, and it's up to you to do it. I am the judge. I'm here to make sure things happen the way they're supposed to happen, that the attorneys don't get out of control. And to pro help provide an atmosphere in which they will, you will be able to see, hear the facts of the case, and you can consider whether or not that law is constitutional. If it's not constitutional under the federal and state constitutions, then you cannot convict the person. That's your decision. That has to be on you. But jury nullification is absolutely one of your powers. That would be the only instruction I'd give them. Moving along, I hope. Oh, no. The light went out. Yeah, what was that? I don't know. I didn't move anything. Uh-oh. Something's wrong with this thing. I don't know. Uh, we, I think we do have gremlins because everything keeps breaking down. <laughs> from CNS News, under fire from the governor and many Republican legislators, the Mississippi Department of Education now says it won't follow new federal guidance on use of bathrooms and locker rooms by transgender students. Good for Mississippi. State Superintendent Carrie Wright made the announcement Wednesday in a brief statement saying the department would follow the lead of state leadership and take no action until the State Board of Education discusses the situation. Again, why you need to take back your Board of Education. Mississippi education officials had said Friday they would follow the guidance by federal authorities calling for transgender students to be treated consistently with their gender identity. They cited a need for a safe and caring school environment. Good. What do you do to the gender fluidity people? This is all part of the movement. Gender fluidity. You could be one thing one day and the other thing another day. Or maybe you're not even either. You're not a male or a female. I don't know. You could be whatever you like. I'm an alien. Okay. I get white women claim to be black women and get away with it. I know. It's true. And white then... people claim to be white women claim to be Indians and they get away with it. <laughs> and that woman was from Montana. I I don't even want to. I don't care. There's crazy people everywhere. Uh, but the fact that anyone would give that validity, I'm uh, going to treat you like I'm gonna, you're a black person just because you say you're a black person. And that's what they said. He, she said she identifies as a black woman. Therefore, we have to treat her like a black woman. I know. I know. And that's senator woman from massachusetts uh what, what's her name again elizabeth warren, warren. She, I, she she identified as a native american indian i, I that's just i identified with her 
Just like the transgender people identify with being male, female, or I don't know. Gender fluidity means they can be anything they want, whenever they want. Do you want to give, what are you going to do with these people? They're going to go in public restrooms, kids in school? you got to be kidding me. you got to boys and girls taking showers together, really? Oh, but he's not, he's not attractive. Well, maybe the girls don't want to take a shower with him. You ever think of that? I, I doubt that most girls want to be naked in a shower with a naked man who, who they don't don't have any desire for. Because nowadays I have to equate I have to equivocate that because when little girls are turning into sluts, mostly because of our government and partly because of parenting. Now, oh, you can use the girls' room even though you're a boy. Uh, even without this, people are people. We did a whole thing. Remember, we did twenty things. That's twenty. And it was before anybody was doing this. This is already going on. All the violations in women's rooms, videotaping them, taking pictures of them going to the bathrooms, showering, all nine yards. People have been caught doing this. Now, now you catch them, you can't do anything because they just have to say, "Oh, I identify as a woman." You don't look like a woman, but I identify as a woman. See, if that, if that becomes law, then there's nothing you can do about men going into the little girl's room. You know, man, I don't understand prog women on this. Women usually require a lot of privacy. They like privacy. They don't like They like their privacy. Men, that's, men don't really care that well, much. Not only this issue, where is now on the, what Islam is doing to women and this issue? They've been crickets for years. What I'm, is wrong with them? Why are you talking about something unrelated to the article? Because that's the feminazis, and they should be—they should be on the side of women and little girls, and they're not mm, saying a damn no, they're, thing. No, they're on the side of LGBTQ. They're progs. It's a prog organization. Now is very is is communist party uh, type of n nonsense. Uh, the nation is that's that rag still around. I just just thought of that because the nation during the Cold War they they were a propaganda arm of the USSR. Most people don't know that they got direct communique from the Kremlin, telling them what to do. The Prague's got all of the organizations here, the Communist Party USA, got from them telling them how to turn us into a communist country, and that's what they've been doing. But now the USSR doesn't exist anymore, and we're turning into the USSA. No, we already are the USSA. We're turning into the USSR. Uh, that's another story. It could get a lot worse from here, trust me. You may think if we've hit rock bottom, we haven't even come close. All right. Um, the move comes as Republicans in other states have opposed the guidance, with some seeking to join legal challenges. In Tennessee, Governor Bill Haslam question the need for a special legislative session to block it, as some lawmakers have proposed. North Carolina's GOP chairman called on Democratic Democrat State Attorney General Roy Cooper to clarify his position on the guidance. Kansas Governor Sam Brownback and Republican lawmakers in Arkansas also issued fresh criticisms. The guidance isn't legally binding. Courts haven't definitely said whether federal civil rights laws protect the transgender people. 
But schools that refuse to comply could lose federal education aid and face civil rights lawsuits from the government. Yep, just guidance. It's just guidance. No, that's what's going to happen. He, they twist arms all the time. You don't think they're not going to do it for this, do you? This is destroying the very fabric of our society. It just gets them all giddy. They're like a drug. Ooh, more government. Ooh. Well, the other thing is that they're pushing as much as they can to see what the states are going to do, and they know the states aren't going to do anything. I think they were surprised at what they did just now. All they're doing is I writing letters. All, I think they all comply. No, not just writing letters. The letter, it's not a law. You can't do anything about it if it's not a law other than... Ignore it. Other than commenting on it. Telling the president that... No. We're not going to comply with his guidance. And then when he makes that threat, say, keep the money. We will keep all the money here that we said you, too. Because that's really our money anyway. And uh, it's constitutional. We're not supposed to send you money except for taxes. So you're not getting any of that money. So you can keep what you were going to give us because depending on the state, they might they might be a donor state. They may keep more. If they keep the money, they have, they'll have more money than they had before. But really, that's not really helping states. States like the national government need to shrink and they need to balance their budgets. I don't mean down the road. I mean immediately. Every budget should be done immediately. Not not balanced later. That's what a budget budget balances. It says, okay, this is how much money we have. This this is all all our bills. Our bills are, are too much. We need to cut this stuff out. Now I've done it in my own life, so don't be telling me anything about it. I know that's austerity. That's how it's supposed to be. That's how it's supposed to be from the beginning. You don't go into jet into debt for unconstitutional programs. See, Almost everything they do is unconstitutional. That's why we're going into debt. They're going into debt for them not to do their job. Why? Well, Brian, every time I go down to town, what do I ask you? I ask you how much money we have in the bank, and then I make up an expenses budget. Right. Because I know I can't spend more than this. Right. And then when I figure out what we can and cannot have, because based on what I can spend on and not. So if we can't get it this time, we go without. Right. And I tried to get rid of as much as I could possibly get rid of anything with monthly charges that I would be obliged to pay monthly because, again, I might need that money to repair something. Right? So I got to have as little overhead as possible. Um, we're thinking about maybe getting satellite um well, we have the satellite TV through the, I forget what it's called now, but uh, you can get them in truck stops and everything. It's a it's a dish for camping. You can walk, you, It's not great. It doesn't have the hopper box. It can only record one show, and you can't watch something else while you record it. You gotta you can watch recordings, but you can't watch another station. You can't record another station. So it's pretty limited. Uh, it just you just put it on something where you can see the. The southern sky and it does all the work it, it zooms in on the satellite and locks in and all that stuff all by itself it's really kind of cool you, you don't have to worry about it because with us we, t we tune off our electric every night when we go to bed and then we don't have electric again until we get up for stuff like that so 
it's it's kind of okay, but it's really a hassle to, because to get it to start up in time to do the shows, it's a whole process. It's just annoying. Sometimes it may, it messes up and you have to start all over. Uh, so that's not great. And then you know some things I've downloaded and some things are on the on the DVR and we're ahead on the DVR so we can't watch it. That kind of stuff goes on. But it's cheap. I paid for all the stuff. I bought it. It's my equipment. I don't owe them anything. I can turn it on and off whenever I want. I don't have to keep it on. I can turn it off tomorrow, then turn it back on two days later if I want to. So that was intended to be our backup, but it's, it's our primary right now. But I don't know. As soon as I don't, as soon as I can, I'm going to discontinue that service. And it goes back into storage for later use. But we might get we might get a package if it's cheap enough to get the the dish for internet and TV. I don't mind bundling like that because I don't, if I can't pay the bill, then I don't care if I lose both of them. If you care, don't do that. Uh, so, but I, it depends on what they what programs they have. Whether I can pass a background check because I don't have any credit. I don't a credit I have check, no not debt. a background check. Well, credit check, background check. Okay. No, they're totally different, that, dear. They, that's totally different. <laughs> credit check is part of a background check. <laughs> but anyway, the reason he's saying this is because we have, in our life, made these decisions, and these elected cockroaches apparently can't. Right. I'm just trying to point out the only reason I want to do this dish thing is because I want a satellite backup for the show, so I don't constantly have the internet screwing me up. I mean, my internet is still messed up, but it's enough bandwidth to do the show, thankfully. Uh, but it's not fixed. At least it's on, better than it was before. But uh, now I don't have any high-speed internet. So that's why. Uh, and I didn't have it before. You know, we went away for three weeks. The show was gone. People wondered what happened. We didn't have the internet. It took them three weeks to fix it. And then just recently it went down again. It took them two days to fix it this time because they knew it was wrong. <laughs> Because the guy told him in the notes, we fixed it the last time, but they broke it. Then they fixed it, but they didn't fix the problem I originally called them about, which is this: I, I have low download speeds and fast high upload speeds, which is backwards. I mean, I'm get I'm getting nothing compared to what I'm, not even ten percent of what I'm used to having. So they thought it was because I they throttled me, but then my account's not allowed to be throttled so that's not it so there and besides it would also affect the upload speeds moving right along to uh mississippi back to mississippi mississippi's k-12 schools got more than 700 million dollars in federal aid in the 2014-2015 school year mississippi's poor they are definitely a uh a state that benefits from not a donor state, a recipient state. Federal dollars make up more than 30% of the budgets of districts serving the state's poorest populations. And you're not supposed to have any national government money at all in your local anything, even in the state. Money's not supposed to flow in that direction at all for anything. Not even refugees. Oh, you think that... Remember the story of Sock Dollinger? Remember what it was all about? All about people losing their homes in a fire. They had nothing, and uh, federal government wanted to 
provide aid to that town and they did they passed it and then uh well davy crockett uh, had to get or that was davy crockett he had to be schooled on the fact that that's our money and you're not allowed to give our money to anybody to help for any reason and no there's not supposed to be foreign aided <laughs> sorry no, they're not supposed to help. The national government is not supposed to do any of that stuff, period. It, it, look, we could balance the budget tomorrow with excess if you just got rid of all the unconstitutional bureaucracies up there. I, I guarantee you I would be able to balance the budget with a surplus. What do you think of that? And uh, no, I won't use stupid political math either. It's just going to be it's simple, straightforward math, not that new math that Obama is doing. And, you know, that teach that's a common core math, I think. State Board of Education Chairman John Kelly said the board will have a special meeting within the next two weeks to discuss the issue. Dr. Wright and I had a general discussion, but it was her decision to reverse this, Kelly said. He said his own position is not important, right? was at a state witness day at a reading conference in Alexandria, Alexandria, Virginia. State board member Johnny Franklin said the nine board members had discussed Wright's position among themselves. Franklin said he'd gotten more than 10 phone calls opposing Wright's previous position and was pleased by Wright's move. Franklin was education advisor to Republican Governor Phil Bryant, who last week called for Mississippi to defy federal coercion. As I said last week, the Mississippi Department of Education should not force the state school children to participate in the Obama administration's social experiment, Brian said in a statement. I am encouraged by Dr. Wright's actions and hope she and the Board of Education ultimately see fit not to implement this outrageous directive. This is being brave. They need that money. They're still doing it. But... It only matters. It doesn't matter what they say. It matters what they do. If they fold, if they cave, which always happens, then this is just circus and bread. Franklin said Bryant, who appointed him to the board in 2014, hadn't contacted him. But Wright's hand may have been forced by an increasing number of lawmakers calling for her to be fired. On Wednesday, why would a woman want a man in the in their bathroom? And why would they want boys in the girls' room? What is wrong with everybody? Upside down, backwards world. The men are standing up for the women, and the women are standing up for deviants, perverts, mentally challenged people. Anything you want to call it, I don't care. LGBTQ, because they're all confused. <laughs> confused. Odd Wednesday, 27 Republican state senators among the GOP's 32-member supermajority wrote to Wright and the board calling for swift and decisive action in this matter, asserting that federal officials are trying to blackmail Mississippi. The senator wrote that Dr. Wright made the decision to usurp the board's authority and unilaterally issue the policy decision to acquiesce to the illegal demands of the federal government. It's not federal. There's nothing federal about it. For this, the superintendent must be held accountable. That followed a letter Tuesday by 11 Republican House members asking Wright to reverse the department's position or resign. 
The policy of allowing boys or men into bathrooms and locker rooms with girls poses a threat to the safety and well-being of every school-age girl in this state, the group wrote. You'd be surprised how many gym teachers uh, have sex with their students. Even in my day. Now. Huh, wow. <clears throat> Rob Hill, state director of the Human Rights Campaign. Someone describe human rights to me. What is the definition of human rights? Well, that's what I was going to say earlier when you were reading the other article and they were talking about civil rights. They don't mean civil rights. In their heads, they mean human rights. And, and it, they're calling Well, civil, civil or rights. human are the same thing. Um, unalienable. Only thing you guaranteed is unalienable rights. That's it. Our rights don't come from the government. The government gets its power from us, not the other way around. They take our money, they destroy our economies, they mess up levee building, they screwed up the Everglades, uh, the mine that went and polluted the, what was it, the Colorado, a tributary of the Colorado River. Uh, no one's talking about that anymore either. I mean, I don't know how it goes, but what is, a human rights are made up. They're made up by government. You may like to get your rights from a government that can, depending on elections, have consequences, uh, whether you're going to have that right tomorrow or not. That's not the government we were given. But it is the one we created and deserve, frankly, because we didn't care enough to be involved enough. Or we bought into a bunch of lies, and I call myself a liberal because I stand for liberty. That's not what they stand for. They are the opposite of liberty. So don't call yourself a liberal because the progs ruined it. The progs were progs before they were liberals, and now they're back to being progs again because they don't think you know what the word means. They don't think you know what 20th century progressivism is. Look up Tommy the Commie Woodrow Wilson. That's what it is. And by the way, he was a huge racist. Oh, but you would, oh, but black people voted for him because he's a Democrat. Idiots. First, one of the first things he did is de, it was to resegregate the military. It was desegregated, meaning they didn't segregate black soldiers from white soldiers. He got in, he did it, he segregated it again. They hate the military, by the way. Yet they love to use it. Every Prague. Tommy the Comedy Woodrow Wilson, World War One. He told he ran as an anti-war candidate that he would not take us to war in Europe. And then what did he do? Well, he went to war in Europe. <laughs> FDR said we weren't going to get involved in a war in Europe. That's their problem. He got elected. What happened? Huh, World War Two. Here we go. I can keep going because there are Republican progs too, and it, just about every war we've been in is progressive presidents have presided, presided over. G.W. Bush was a Republican, but he's no conservative. You should have got it when he hyphenated with compassionate. There's such a thing as a compassionate. Conservatism is compassionate. It's the rule of law. It provides for liberty and happiness. What does the left bring? Misery, hunger, poverty, death, re-education camps. That's coming to a place near you. 
Obviously, she has been pressured by politicians, Mississippi lawmaker, who are playing politics with the lives of Mississippi transgender students, he'll say. I don't know. No, the federal government's playing politics. We're talking about common decency. Oh, come on. How many are there in one school? You know, Maybe two? there's too many of them in every school. That's what I... They're creating these things because they're telling them about things they should have no knowledge of at their age. Encourage them to, they encourage them to experiment in homosexuality so they can know who they truly are. Where I come from, that's called disgusting. Not only that, Brian, they're, hom they're hormones. They're not even fully developed yet. I understand. I always point out that they... They haven't gone through puberty yet, and they're teaching them all about sex. Homosexuality, transgender, cuddle puddles, uh, uh, orgies, pain. Oh, yeah, cutting. Teaching them something that we send people to psychiatrists for to make them stop doing. Cutting themselves. But they do it with pleasure. They do it for pleasure. The pain in increases the pleasure, they say. They are screwed up people. <laughs> they're insane why are you treating them like that's normal for them? It's not. I don't have to say God doesn't make mistakes, but of course he doesn't. What happens after his creation, when it leaves his presence, is no longer his responsibility. I'm calling it a he on purpose. You don't like it, suck it up. My God's a man. How do you think of that? <laughs> Woohoo! Women, you can call your god a woman all you want. I don't really care. I I liked when uh, Alanis Morissette played God, so you know I didn't complain. She's kind of funny. <laughs> uh, and I've hit uh, all kinds of people have played God uh, in the movies. The the new one, uh, who played God with that new one with the that new comedian? Uh, well, he's not really new. But... I have no idea. It was he was he had to build an arc. And I forget who played God, but there was an actor who played God in that one. Of course, there was the God and God too. That was well, one was with uh, the singer Bob uh, Bob Denver. Denver, yeah. Denver was the was the one in the first one, and uh, oh God, this was called. And who was the guy? Bauer Burns. Uh, I know. I can't remember his name. It's I know his terrible. last name. I got his last Burns. <laughs> Uh, he played the George he played Burns? God George Burns twice. Well, you, you should know who it is because you say in the one of the descriptions of the shows that you're doing comedy in the vein of Burns and Allen. Yes. So how come you you should be the one that knows his name? Anyway, it's just, this is just disgusting. I'm sorry, it's just disgusting that, they, that we're even having this conversation. That these people, that homosexuals, are not encouraged to seek help is not doing them any favor. Now adding every all these other weirdos in there, and you've just—it should be a sideshow. You know, the freaks and geeks in the sideshow. This is ridiculous. What? Okay, transgender. The bearded lady come to mind. If you want to move on, you can. Can I? Yes. Because I'm tired of talking about homosexuals of any ilk. LGBTQ, I don't care what you call yourself. You're you're in need of medical treatment. Not, not, not what you want. Not to carve up your body. 
I mean mental health. You need to seek mental health. Look, I haven't met a homosexual that had mental health. I mean, not when they're young, adults, not healthy, just messed up in their head. I know because uh, I had I had friends that were like that. One particular one I used to be in touch with all the time was in Manhattan, and uh, man, to go through his li his life was nothing but mess and crying all the time. Uh, <laughs> it's just uh, it's just it's not good. It's not good for anybody. If they don't know that there's where to go to seek help, if there is help, then they're stuck in this. It's like it's like being in purgatory, for goodness sake. Meanwhile, everyone's trying to make that normal, which is turning us into hell. We're the food police and we're coming your way. From CNSNews.com. Secretary of Agriculture. Oops, before I go into this. Ah, uh, you were going to let me forget again, producer. You're not very good at this. Yeah, but I don't even know if I have the correct you don't. information. You don't. Go to this site. Look it well, up. No, I'm not going to any site. All right. If you want to listen to our show, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Sunday and Thursday nights. Unless something's screwed up and we push the show and push the show and push the show until we do it. Um, but, you know, barring any problems it's always going to be 8 p.m if not you can pretty much count on the fact that i'm still trying to do one until nine o'clock at nine o'clock just give it up listening to it live because we do have like people like to listen to us live we have regular listeners but i think it's just because of so our problems are so entertaining because <laughs> nothing else makes sense to me but anyway, uh, you can, and, and we have every app known to man there at uncooperativeradio.com. You can listen, download all our shows for free, get the apps for free, use the apps for free, be free. Uh, we're also rebroadcast on redstatetalkradio.com. If you like going over there, 24-7, grassroots, conservative, talk radio, two studios. One is repeat studio, I, I forget what it calls it, and one's the live, the live show studio. So you got... Two studios, he, play, he plays all the, the repeat shows on the repeat. So if you miss one, you can catch up on the show that way. Uh, we are, uh, I don't know where we are over there. Last time I checked, 2 a.m. Sunday morning, which is Saturday night, and 6 a.m. on the replay channel, I believe it was Monday through Saturday. But he's going to find people to fill those extra slots, so we won't be getting extra plays. But, you know, he's, he's we're in transition. That's all I can tell you. But he's doing a good job. Shows are going on. You're getting to listen to him. All for free. Okay, how can he complain? And while you're there, catch out the free newsletter. You'll like it. It's got a lot of good information in it. Good writers. They're not the hosts. They're separate writers. So go ahead and give it a shot. If you don't like it just unsubscribe from it because we don't really pay attention to that we don't care if, if you don't like it don't don't get it anymore but give it a shot also don't forget that red state talk radio is available on tune in and roku so do a search on your roku almost everybody's got a roku i might get a roku i don't know <laughs> i doubt it just looking at me like what well you've never seen one you don't know what a roku is Anyway, we're doing the food police. If you didn't get catch it from my little ditty, 
Uh, do you want me to tell them where else they can find us? Oh, yeah, you can find us on iTunes. You can find us on iHeart Radio. You can find us, I think, on Podbean of all places. Um, I don't know where. The show's picked up on a bunch of places I don't even know about. So just do a search. Go and use your favorite wherever you go. It's easy just to remember on cooperativeradio.com, really. Uh, besides the fact that all the shows up there are going to be the best shows. Along with talkshoe.com, where I rebroadcast this. I re-put up the shows up there for you to download and listen to. So you can go to talk, Talkshoe if you like. Anything you like. Whatever's your favorite spot on there, except blog, talk, radio. We have a Facebook we have Facebook. Brian Bonner nine zero is my account, and we also have a Facebook account for the show. Uh, just do a search in Facebook for Uncooperative Radio. Go to the page, join up, start conversations, start talking to each other. Have at it. We'll be getting in there soon, but we got so many other problems right now. I know that's I just the, that is don't have the time it, or energy to do we it. We don't because we we have to save our precious bandwidth. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I said it was from CNS News. Secretary of Agriculture Tom Vilsack announced Thursday six universities have been awarded nearly $3.8 million in funding by the U.S. Department of Agriculture for programs designed to help fight obesity. Where are we getting all this money? I don't know. Oh, SoundCloud. We're on SoundCloud, too. I cannot believe they just keep doling out money like it's freaking candy. It's not theirs. Their whole job is to dole out money. That's their job. And we don't even hire them. They're, I mean, we don't elect them. They're, just, they're, they're always there. They're permanent. We've created a bureau, permanent bureaucracy. We are being run by bureaucrats. It's just amazing that we got this far. I can't, I can't believe we'd allowed it to get this, this far and that so many people wanted this far. If you wanted, you like government, federal government being in your life and helping you out and paying for things in your state, and well, you're part of the problem. That is redistribution of wealth, and it's unconstitutional. There was no redistribution of anything in the Constitution. They weren't commies, they weren't collectivists. The USA program descriptions for the six grants include. $746,827 to the University of Kentucky for the testing of the program Smart Shopping. According to the program description, Smart Shopping is aimed at improving the shopping practices of adolescents with the ultimate goal of increasing fruit and vegetable intake. And the reason that won't go over, by the way, uh, they don't shop for themselves. They're adolescents, they're at home. Mom and dad shops. So if you're targeting adolescents, it's stupid because parents are the ones that do the shopping. But see, now this is... Oh, you're going to tell them what to do? Give them a shopping list for you? Really? Oh, wow. Family has changed since I grew up. I know. My adolescents would tell me what to shop for them. I'd <laughs> say, go get a job. Can, you, you, you would always <laughs> say, can I have this cereal? Can I have that? Especially after seeing the commercial. Can I have this cereal? Can I have that? And the answer was always no, no, <laughs> no. Go get a job. That's why I got or a job at fourteen. Maybe someday. <laughs> maybe someday. Well, that's why we got jobs when we were young, so we could buy. So stuff. we could get what we wanted. <laughs> that's right. The allowance exactly. was we didn't get enough allowance for no. what we wanted. 
So we had to go make money. I, Lord knows I used to do anything I could find to do money, landscaping, gardening, mowing lawns, I delivering babys- penny savers. I, I don't babysit. I babysat. I only babysit for family. I babysat. It's too tiring. Oh, my goodness. Was I was I doing something against my gender? Babysitting? No. Yeah. It's a, I was. <laughs> if I did it. I I did have to do it for my for my kid for my family the youngins in my family all the time. Uh, I was I was actually very good at it back when I was more carefree. Uh, now eh, I'm not good at playing with kids anymore. I'm sorry, fifty years old now. Anyway, I'm not I'm not supposed to tell you about my age. I don't, I'm not a woman. I don't care. You can't increase my fruit and vegetable intake for two reasons: the way it's grown and and handled is one, and two is way too expensive. If you want people to uh, change the way they eat, then you should get out of the market and let it be a free market instead of a controlled market. And then the prices of things will come down. Oh, it's, it's just so easy. I don't understand why everybody doesn't get it. It's simple. It's obvious. If you just put all that left-wing drivel out of your mind, and, and think you I know common sense is dead but try and dig it up 797,995 was awarded to the University of New England Biddeford Maine for the supermarket science multi-pronged approaches to increasing fresh frozen and canned fruit and vegetable purchases program Wow Maine yeah they'll do anything for money <laughs> The University of Maryland received $943,287 for a program designed to enhance implementation of school wellness policies. Let me tell you what all the school fruits and vegetables end up in the garbage, as well as almost everything else they make. <laughs> uh, the effort's goal is to create health-promoting school environments that support healthy growth development of children to prevent obesity. Oh, you mean you want to get rid of the public schools? That, that, well, that's what you do. That's how you do it. If you want to achieve, increase the health, welfare, and education of our children, that'd be the solution is to get rid of government schools. Okay, but that's not, that's, they're not going to do that, I guess. I didn't know there was such a problem with development of childhood to prevent obesity. Why are we so concerned with obesity when I'm constantly told how many people are too poor to buy food? Or there are food deserts, but you go to food deserts, there's big fat people all over the place in the food deserts. Oh, that's because of the food deserts. The only thing they have there to eat is McDonald's. No, it's called shopping, cooking. Again, something they're not encouraged to do. They, they're lazy. They don't do it for themselves. That's, how, that's why they're on welfare to begin with. They don't want to do anything. Anyway, uh, to prevent child, if you want to prevent child obesity, encourage them to exercise. There you have it. Whatever happened to the presidential uh, award that was given out for physical education? They used to make sure we were prepared for that stupid thing every year. I never did well on it when I was a kid. I, I just I didn't hit my spurt yet. <laughs> Once I hit my growth spurt, everything changed. But. I was chubby. I wasn't fat, really. But I thought I was. 
And every and I got mad at everybody who told me I wasn't because I I knew they were lying to me because it's obvious I am. At least that's what the other kids told me who weren't running away from me. <laughs> uh, anyway, fathers and youth. Uh, excuse me. The Latino fathers promoting healthy youth behavior program at the University of Minnesota stand received nine hundred ninety-eight thousand four hundred eighty-four. That's U.S. dollars, all of it, by the way. I, I know I'm being presumptuous saying dollars because this is an international show. Assume everything I say being an American to be in U.S. dollars unless stated otherwise. Because I don't like saying 998,484 USD, United States dollar. The project aims to prevent obesity among Latino youth 10 to 14 years by engaging fathers and youth in a culturally and linguistically appropriate prevention program, according to the USA description. That second political correct nonsense is, is called, uh, it's going to be in their own language. Exactly. Not only that, Brian, again, we're not a melting pot anymore. They're, they are, no. the progs are going out to ensure. We haven't been for a long time, and now they're pulling out all the stops. They are. And what's going to happen in Minnesota, Stan, when the uh, refugees go against the Latino community? I don't know. Which is why I said, don't put the illegal aliens next to the refugees, the refugees because they're going to get killed. But he's fleeing because they threatened his life there. They're gonna, he's going to come here to get killed by the people that are here. I, I'm sorry. How is living amongst Muslims better? Really? I'm not, I'm, it's not going to happen with me. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, I think they'd have a hard time in Montana getting hold of anything but Missoula. Speaking of which. Oh, no. My own state. We, we are a welfare state, I have to say. We we do we are recipients. They, we get more money from the Fed than we give. And I still don't care. I, I live up the top of a mountain. I don't have any government facilities at all. None. And I'm quite happy that way. I could care less if every road and every highway in this state went back to dirt. I wouldn't I'd be fine with that. All my vehicles are made for dirt. <laughs> so not a problem. I don't. I don't require all these. All these things. I don't need. I don't need. I don't need uh, sewage. I don't need city water. I don't need city anything. I guess because I don't have it. So we can do this. We just have to learn to do without. And it's something nobody knows anymore because we were all brought up spending credit. Oh, I can't afford it, but I have a credit card. I, I gotta go. This has been the Uncooperative Radio Show. I'm your host, Brian Bonner. From uncooperativeblogger.com, you're listening to uncooperativeradio.com. And say goodnight, Susan. Goodnight, Susan. And we're out of here.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.